Hola. Como estas? Okay. I wonder if I have to call Juan and uh, and Dave on their phones. Uh, hey, Michael. Hello. Uh, what is vodka cranberry? Because he's in here, I think. Or is he story seller? Who? He's story seller. Uh, Dave. I thought he was vodka cranberry. No, he's story seller on here. Oh. I thought you guys were just talking about what kind of drinks to have. No. That's Dave Gill's favorite drink. It's a vodka cranberry. That would be a best butt chug beverage. That would be kind of awesome. Hello? Hello. What's up? You ready to do this? So we don't have brackets, do we? No, there's no brackets. We just have topics. Yep. I see. I sent the topics out. Yes, I have them here. I do not at the moment. I'm well, that's not even silly gonna, because you sent them out. I'm not even going to print them. That, that's that's how little I'm going I to. Know how so you don't you don't have uh, your computer working either, huh, Juan? Um, yeah, I do. I just put the babies to sleep. Oh, okay. I just literally finished putting them to sleep. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, then. David, what a, what a dick you are for not knowing that. I didn't know if he had internet at the moment, because sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. No, these are just sometimes I don't, so I was, <laughs> I was like, am I supposed to call his phone? So, uh, you know, you can hang up and when you sign on well, Skype. Calling my phone is just fine. I'll try to do the Skype thing, but I don't know if that's going to work. It'll work, you whiny son of a... No! <laughs> Shut your mouth. I like these orders. The order. By the way, Mike, that was the order they came in. Really? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Neither do I. Injuries received. Yeah, because that was yours. Was the first batch. Mine was the second. Michael's was the third, and then I added the last. Okay. Hmm. Because you're a good person. Understanding of measurements of distance. Well, gee, that's really specific. (laughs) Well, there's only one character that's really going to apply to. No, it applies to both. It applies to both. Yeah, sure. It does. Hey, you can put anything you want on the list. Indiana Jones really understands (laughs) measurements of distance way better than Han Solo. Uh, Yes, he does. (laughs) Yeah, he knows exactly how much he has to use his whip to jump across the... um... A hole in the ground. Oh, I guess I do need to. RSEC, anyone? I need to. And and under two parsecs, which makes absolutely no sense if you know what a parsec is. So I'm voting for uh, Rick Deckard. Anybody else? (laughs) Rick Deckard. (laughs) All right. Okay. I guess there's voting. Is there voting? Uh, Technically, there should be. Well, I mean, everyone's going to express their preference or thoughts, their choice. So this is the lost episode, right? No. It's no? The, it's the last episode. But it's number 42. Right. It's the missing episode. Yeah. It's but, a- it was never, <laughs> but it was never recorded. It, it was recorded. Well, that depends on your point of view. 
Oh no! Don't start that shit. <laughs> but we're See? this isn't a time travel episode. How about no. that? This is we recorded an episode that we what that we didn't record. Was that it? Right. We did a whole episode, and then Mike was like, "I didn't record that at all." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that wasn't the first time <laughs> either. No, that uh, was but the we had time, time to record a new one. Right. And uh, so with a lost. different. Same topic, but different Same, brackets. Different uh, different uh, items on there. Yeah, different, different panelists people. too. So we just yeah. uh, we just always joked about that being a lost episode, and then we eventually just decided to put a missing episode or skip an episode. So when would the, if there had been an episode? What forty two? You said yes. When would that have been available? Good question. Uh, two thousand eleven. No, we could find out the exact uh, month. Yeah, it's it's the first DC versus Marvel. Right, but what's what was the date? I don't know. Well, consult the Geek Fights wiki. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, and we can get there from our website at geekfights.net. This is the episode already. It is. Yeah, our new format is just the whole recording and the banter. Our banter is good. <laughs> the new format is the path of least resistance. Yes. Uh, let's uh, see. Wow, is it the fir- seventh episode? No, because no. it's the second one, right? Or is it the first showdown? Nope, Chuck is on that one, but he didn't get mad at that one. So it would be. I don't know. Uh, Mike did not number it. What do you mean? Oh, no, that's just the brackets. It's when you did it separately. It's episode 39. It came out on March 14th. Of 2011? Of 2011, yeah. Boy, I sure hope Obama gets reelected next year. (laughs) See, I'm just throwing in some timely things to kind of... Yeah, I kind of gathered that. Yeah, Yeah, episode 39, DC Comics. Okay, so yeah, it was a DC I think that Avengers movie is going to suck. Well, you would be wrong. <laughs> Mike and I were just talking about the the miraculous feat that that movie actually did. It made a billion dollars during the summer when not it hasn't yet. No, no, it's only two thousand and eleven. Okay, it's going to make a billion dollars during the summer blockbuster season. Which yeah, well, it won't top Green Lantern this summer. Oh, uh, I oh, he's really sticking to that, isn't he? <laughs> didn't Green Lantern already come out? No, not nope. by the point oh, you record this. Right, because it was 2011. I gotcha. Oh, you see, I like how it's taking everybody a second to catch on to the fact that Michael is talking in the past. <laughs> uh, but that yeah, movie's mm. gonna be awesome. Welcome to whatever this is. Uh, it's a brand new format. Uh, we are going to continue uh, putting things in the feed. So. Don't uh, like next week is uh, Life After Shrek. This is the only time you will hear me say Life After Shrek. I will not call it Life After Shrek on the episode. Uh, we will not mention Shrek at all. It's Josh and Christy and I. So next week there will be something else, and maybe there'll be something after that. We're going to actually keep recording stuff. What is Life hey, After tell Shrek? Christy, uh, you tell my Christy Woke? Woke. Woke. Yes. You tell her that uh, about that job that I told you we were discussing in Chicago. She's absolutely right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let, 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 you know what? Let me. Control. She's not on. 
We what didn't was know it? Christy in 2011. That job? Yeah, we did. <laughs> no, I didn't, though. That's true. I didn't hear until 2012. I'm breaking the time directive. You didn't know until 2013. Uh, that, was this year? Yeah, that was this year. That job uh, with Dave, you were right. Yeah. You were right. What? She was right. Ever that means. You know what the best part about this is? When she listens to this episode, she will have already seen this message. <laughs> and it won't make any sense whatsoever for another week. Man, we are so messing with the time Two years ago. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I knew Christy back then. That was 2011. We knew Christy then. She was... She was there. She didn't speak to us. Uh, All right. She was there. Uh, <laughs> that's about as like that's it, about as like. You have an ad on your there. wiki that says <laughs> male gamers only. Oh come on! That that whole scenario is about as likely as Disney buying Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen. Never gonna happen. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> You, I think I, I wish I'm gonna change the date stamp on this actual episode so it pops okay. up like like it came out back then. Well, I'll be like these weird prophets. Like, how did they know? Uh, you shouldn't do that. It may not post. <laughs> ah, so what? Uh, <laughs> it's a oh, lost so episode what? anyway. I'm right. So I'm hearing that the the, the the script for the new Star Trek movie's gotten leaked, and it might actually be Khan. Uh, no way, Gary Mitchell. Stick and ball. No, I heard it was the stick and ball from Star Trek Four. It's Cybok. It's I, Cy- oh, bullshit. Well, I guess we'll see. I still like my Cybok idea. I still think. I still think JJ Abrams is a better fit for Star Wars, but they'll never hire him for that. Anyway, we're 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 going to talk about the topic that uh, started this whole racket, which is Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. How do you do Indiana Jones versus Han Solo? Which we never figured out until we ended the show. <laughs> So here we are doing it now. Uh, with me on the call, we've got Mr. Mike Ortiz. Hello, everybody. Mr. Michael Felsher. Absolutely, fuck you. <laughs> Mr. Juan Patino. Hey there, how's it going? And Mr. Dave Gill. So good to be back. Uh, this might be your first time on. If it, if we're going with your the back in back to the past. I, hear I was on the first one. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget. You were there at the beginning, <laughs> and you're here at the end. Uh, uh, which is actually somewhere in the middle, right? Exactly. But uh, always, we've got a bunch of topics which we may or may not put in the show notes because we're lazy. Actually, I guess I could just say them now. Uh, ladies, vehicles, franchises, badass moments. Uh, clothing, theme music, weapons, memorable lines, sidekicks, injuries received and recovered from. Okay. Uh, hairstyle, street smarts, action scenes, friends, enemies, luck, book smarts, understanding measurements of distance, relationship to a higher spiritual power, and the performance by the actor and the actor is is, is Harrison Ford. Uh, we're we're going to you know talk about each one of these, hopefully, maybe, and then, to, you know, Whoever wins, wins at the end, you know. If if Han Solo wins ladies, Han Solo wins ladies, and he gets a point. If it ends in a tie, it doesn't matter. Uh, 
because we're always wrong. I think we're we're going to keep that forever. Uh, I have no idea how we're going to do this. So we're going to jump right in and go to you, Mike. Start with ladies. What's your thought on ladies? I think uh, I think in this category, uh, Han Solo uh, has got to take it, definitely. I know there's a, a lot of people what? who like uh, Karen Allen as Marion Ravenwood, personally, never really did it for me. Plus, you have to hold the other women against him. Uh, Marion comes back, but... Well, I don't think any of us wanted to see that either. So uh, Han Solo, he's just got the princess, which I believe there's only two women in the Star Wars universe. So uh, he's <laughs> technically banging half the galaxy or half the women <laughs> in the galaxy. Um, plus it's Princess Leia. I mean, not even Slave Leia. I like the, the white gown Leia. But uh, Leia is much cooler than uh, than any of, of Indy's ladies. Uh, Mr. Gill, you, you seem to have an opposing idea there. No, not at all. I, I agree with Mike wholeheartedly. Like Indiana Jones, what we saw of the ladies, I did like Marion Ravenwood, except when you think about it, like when he he got her pregnant when she was well, no, he dated her when she was like seventeen, and he was like thirty-five and creepy and cruel. The other one was that idiot singer. The other one was a freaking Nazi. So yeah, as far as women goes, he was a mumbling nerd. He did not do well with the ladies. In the end, you know, in his fifties with the kingdom skull, and he got back with Marion. That's nice. I think that's a good choice. But yeah, the Harrison Ford got Princess Leia, and damn, she's the finest lady in the galaxy. All right, uh, Mr. Felsher. Uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, Leia became less appealing to me as the movies went on. And I don't know if Pon Solo really wants to go around bragging that he's in love and married to a chick that uh, made out with her brother. Um, so that's kind of weird. Uh, Indiana Jones, I always love Marion Ravenwood. I always thought she was a perfect match. But the problem is Indiana Jones has a pretty shitty taste in, his, in women because, let's face it, Willie, I love Temple of Doom, but Willie was a... Yeah, she was hot, but so what? She was annoying as fuck and... I never really understood why he would tolerate her or not just like, oops, accidentally push her off the bridge or something. And then the, the, the Nazi, you know, sympathizer backstabbing chick, she was hot too, but also really not up to his standards really. So it, and then it doesn't help matters much that in, in kingdom of the crystal skull, he's like, Oh, there've been a lot of Marion's kid. Really? That many, that many Marion's really that's okay. So um, I'm going to give it to Han Solo just because at least he he's not a complete idiot in this department. Uh, Mr. Patino. I I don't agree. Um, I think that um, what they were trying to do with the Indiana Jones franchise is probably something closer to like 007 where he's got different Bond chicks, sometimes multiple in every movie. I think they were trying to build up to that with Indiana Jones and so that's why they had different women in each movie. I don't really know why they brought Marion back. I didn't really care, honestly. I mean, she was just like a plot device in the first one. And I think that Allison Duty from uh, Last Crusade. <laughs> Duty. Was, yeah, Duty, Daddy, whatever. I think it's Duty, T-O-O. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Dr. Elsa Schneider. I thought she was really hot. Although, I mean, it's really weird, though, because... Um, because didn't she, like, also get busy with his dad in the movie? I mean, like, alluded to that? Um, yeah, that's creepier but, than... Well, maybe not creepier than making out with her brother. But, but, but she definitely chose the younger indie. I mean, the younger Dr. Jones, uh, anyway. But, uh, yeah, she may have been crazy, but 
I know I won anyway. I mean, some of them. <laughs> yeah, mine though. I just got hit. Sorry. Um, but but yeah, you had to be back with Marion though because he had to had explain Shia LaBeouf, who is a fan of Geek Fights, as we all know, uh, had to explain his position as his son. The young Indiana Jones. Uh, you know, it, it, that was a vote for Indy. I'm I'm going Indy too. Um, Princess Leia, just be. I, I mean, okay. Uh, but she's right? one. I'm, I mean, she's yeah. one. It's one woman. Indiana Jones is sticking it into at least three in movies. <laughs> that wins right there. I don't care if they're totally crazy. Wins. I don't care if they're stupid. I don't care if they're I smart. I guarantee you, I'm going to stuck it in more than three women. Uh, well, there's only two in the whole entire... Wait, no. There's only three in the entirety of the whole Star Wars universe. One is Leia's mom. The other one is a bounty hunter chick. So... And, and they're all size like, noodles. What about all the Jedi girls? And what about Mon Mothma? Uh, what about Mon Mothma? Han Solo didn't get anywhere near any of them. He was only stuck in one ship with Leia, and that was it. So he's, as far as sticking it in the stuff, he's running around with a giant fur rug. And what do you think Han he's doing? Pussy whipped immediately. He's <laughs> on her, and he's pussy whipped by the end of Jedi. She's his master. He's her bitch. So I've got to go with Indiana Jones for having a different girl in every fucking movie except for the last one. And even in the last one, they had the weird Russian chick who yep. Indiana Jones totally could have fucked if Marion wasn't there. And Marion was horrible in that last movie. So I'm going Indiana Jones. What are you talking about? What last movie? But so, <laughs> overall gets a point. We're not that far back in time, Mike. <laughs> it, it, no, he still just doesn't acknowledge the fourth movie. Um, we're oh, on, okay. fourth movie. We're on to the next one. Um, <laughs> uh, Juan, why don't you start this one? It's vehicles. Who has the better vehicles? Well, if we're talking about the uh, the last movie, there was a spaceship in that one that was really flipping huge and kind of cool with all the spin parts that didn't look like it was like you know a bunch of pieces from a trash can pasted together. So. I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to have like wormhole capabilities and dimensional travel, which I think is kind of better than doing a couple parsecs for a Kessel Run. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to vote Indy again. Uh, vote for Indy. Uh, Michael? Not quite sure what that was about, but um, uh, I'll go with the Millennium Falcon. I don't think Indiana Jones has a definitive vehicle. I mean, he just pretty much uses whatever he gets his hands on, uh, whether it be a truck or exactly. horse. He's versatile. Yeah, that that's nice. Um, Submarine was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think the Millennium Falcon at least, you know, he's loyal to the ship, and it, the ship the ship never lets him down. You know, ship always does a good job. It's ugly as fuck, but it does get the job done. Yeah, yeah. Never going to like hyperspace. I mean, I don't know. I, just, I like the, I like the Millennium Falcon, so you know, so fucking sue me. Uh, vote for the Falcon. Yeah, you know. I have to agree. Uh, Indiana Jones does use whatever whatever is available, and he does drive a tank at one point. But I'm 95 percent sure that the Millennium Falcon can withstand the blast from a tank and destroy a tank. So the strongest vehicle that we've ever seen Indiana Jones in versus the Millennium Falcon, the Millennium Falcon still wins. So I'm going to go with uh, well, exactly Indiana, Indiana Jones never actually drove the tank. He did kick the controls. Uh, no, that was his father. Oh, was it his father that kicked the trolls? Okay. He never actually got inside the tank to drive it. Okay, then Junior was, well, <laughs> he was riding on the tank, which is a vehicle, so it doesn't matter. 
I'm but still he got inside at least three women, so that's got to count. Uh, he got inside five women. Uh, go ahead there, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> uh, you know, it's William Falcon, and that's my favorite chip in all of space fiction mythology. India Jones, yeah, highly adaptable. Yeah, he did. He did take anything at hand and and, and use it well. But yeah, William Falcon's just a cool. He's got he's got a built-in chessboard with hologram monsters that fight each other. I mean, who wouldn't want that in their car? Uh, you already went, right, Michael? Yes. And Juan went. I didn't go. Yep. Uh, wow, losing track of who's already. That's no, no, no. I'm not losing track. I just didn't write down everybody's vote. Uh, it's go- called losing track. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I, I, yeah, it's definitely Han Solo. Um, and not just for the Millennium Falcon. He also wrote a Tauntaun, which is very cool, and also uh, a cozy sleeping bag when you're done. So <laughs> keep this up, I swear to God. In a couple of years, this show is going to be over with. It, it's okay. <laughs> okay, Michael. You do realize everything you've said is in the call. So anyway, uh, Han Solo gets another vote. On to the next topic. It's franchises. Michael, since you're denying that one movie even happened in a franchise, uh, who has a better franchise? That's, that's not true. I like Return of the Jedi. I wouldn't deny that that ever happened in, in Star Wars. That's ridiculous. Um, I mean, two trilogies uh, all got high points and low points. Um, it's not a trilogy. Shut up. Uh, there's, uh, you know, a lot of things. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, you know what? That's true. There are the three prequels to Star Wars, but they don't count because Han Solo's not in those. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess, uh, you know, my problem is that Han, I mean, I like Indiana Jones in all three of the films, whereas I do not like Han Solo in all three of those movies. I, I did not like Han Solo in Return of the Jedi. He's kind of a, kind of a dork in that he doesn't really get much shit done and he's he's kind of pussy whipped he doesn't really look like he's enjoying shit that much and when han is conformed and part of a kind of a large group of people all fight it doesn't seem right kind of took the fun out of that character for me so i you know i'm gonna give it to uh, indiana jones a vote for indiana jones while ignoring the fourth movie um yep. mr ortiz uh yeah I'm going to yeah definitely it's Star Wars um I mean we're talking the franchises uh good and bad uh and and just really the scale and the scope of it you know there's I when was the last time you saw an Indiana Jones toy on a shelf um how often do you see Indiana Jones books or, or comics or things like that but Star Wars is eternal um you know it I, as long as as there are continually new fans, which there are, it's uh, it's going to to live on. And uh, and Indiana Jones, while uh, it's it's a great series, it's a great trilogy uh, as far as a franchise. It's okay, well, trilogy plus. Uh, it, it really just hasn't been able to expand beyond those uh, three movies. Um, you know, video games here and there, comics here and there, a TV show that you know was all right. Some people liked it, but never really, you know, didn't didn't set me on fire. Didn't really. Was, set the I world thought on it was fire. a pretty good TV show. Actually, it was. I, I watched like I, I never finished watching it. I stopped and then started watching it again when you know Harrison Ford was on. But it just it I mean, wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the things that I liked. Well, I mean, the problem was is you know it's as good as we're ever going to get for a fourth movie. So I mean, you know, yeah. it's, 
Although some of the video games and uh, <laughs> the comics were actually not bad, but just the scale and the scope of Star Wars. I mean, it's there. There is no other single franchise that's that's you know lives up to it. Even even Star Trek, you know, the Marvel universe as a whole, up even up against the the ex- expanded universe, it's it's uh, Star Wars is just kind of the the, the top dog when it comes to. Uh, you can't you can't even call it a movie franchise. It's an entertainment franchise. So a vote for Mr. Solo. Uh, the person who's dressed like Mr. Solo in this wedding photo, uh, Mr. Dave Gill. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a bias is a little uh, well documented. Um, the franchises, yeah, I think that you know the first the three Indiana Jones movies. I think the Temple of Doom for me was the first PG thirteen movie that I was allowed to see. Um, I remember when I was really little going to see Raiders of the Lost Ark with my father. I thought it was going to be some movie about the Bible and Noah. I had no idea it was going to be so freaking awesome. Uh, and I also at that age didn't recognize actors. You know, so I didn't know that Indiana Jones was Harrison Ford, but just, or the same guy that played Han Solo. Um, but at the same time, I immediately felt, you know, some sort of, that same, like, coolness about them. Um, but overall... I don't know. It's sort of like the people that hate Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett's cool. I just do. It was it was something about him, even if he was only there for a while, even if he was just one character in an ensemble cast. Han Solo, to me, is still cooler than Indiana Jones by far. So I would have to give it up to Star Wars. Uh, not Star Wars. Han Solo. Han Solo. God damn it. It's the franchise. It's the franchise. It's the, the franchise. franchise. Uh, yes. I, but it... it <laughs> The fact, the fact that you and Mike was right. The fact that you can go out today and go to a Target and buy a Han Solo action figure today is reason enough to vote for Han Solo, uh, because the franchise is is that much stronger. And you can buy a Han Solo figure. Uh, not that you can't go and buy an Indiana Jones figure today. You can, because they did make them from that fourth uh, movie that Michael Felsher seems to forget. I, I have one. Yeah. Uh, and, sorry, they, what? and they are absolutely horrible figures. But you and they made some for the original movie. Oh, did they? Well, yeah, they did. In fact, I own them. They were shitty figures, but yeah, you you can get them. They're not. There's a really not... nice one from Hot Toys. It's like two hundred bucks. You remember the one with the the, the falling wall from the old ones with the arch? You know what? We don't even have merchandise on here, but uh, no. Yeah, well, that, that one becomes too easily Han Solo also. Yeah, that that just sways right to solo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm definitely voting for the Star Wars franchise. Juan, uh, yeah, I, I think that you, you guys have argued it rather well. I don't really have to say a whole lot of other stuff. Um, I don't have to agree with the uh, Star Wars franchise. All right, Jesus Christ, Solo is kind of running away <laughs> with this shit at the moment. Um, only and, for the moment. Uh, well, I. I I don't see it changing for uh, until theme music, at least for me. Uh, badass moment, uh, and I and I think Solo has better bad the, the best badass moment in the history of badass moments. Uh, he walks it. He's on Cloud City. He walks into a room. The door opens. He pulls his fucking gun out instantly because he sees Darth Vader and he fires off a couple shots. Now Vader, being a badass pimp. 
you know, deflects the bolts and pulls the gun away. But that is the most badass moment Han Solo has. I don't, I, I really can't think of anything more badass than that. Uh, Indiana Jones is always, for me, it's, it's the sword guy and he's swinging the swords and then Indiana Jones shoots him and walks away, which is also quite badass, but it's just a guy swinging swords. It's not the most badass motherfucker in the universe. And at the time, Darth Vader was the most badass motherfucker in the universe. Han Solo walks in and pulls a gun on him and starts firing without thinking. His first reaction is to shoot that motherfucker. So I, I've got to go with Han Solo. Uh, let's go to you, Juan. I would have to agree. That is a pretty badass moment. And then, you know, aside from that one, there's also the, uh, the maybe not quite so badass, but, you know, the, the coming in and just in the nick of time, helping, uh, Luke in that first movie when he's taking his run as a Death Star and shooting away Vader. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, but he did kind of act like a little bit in, the, in, in Jedi when he was like worried about Luke and Leia and all that stuff. I don't know. He did. He did. He's but, like, well, you love him, don't you? I'll, I know, I'll get out of the way. What? Really? Oh, yeah, I guess he does do that. That's a big bitch moment. It is. It's a big bitch. It's, it's a detraction, I think, um, from some of his badassery. Don't get me wrong. The solo he really, is still a badass. He really does become a pussy at the end, by the end of Jedi. He really does. Yeah. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, Indiana Jones, in, at the end of the fourth movie, he's kind of a badass when he like, doesn't let my, my, the kid put his hat on. You know, Damn, he stops him, puts on his own hat. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, it's like some fan fiction or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, and Indy does get a lot of like motorcycle time, which you know I like the motorcycles. So I think that that's pretty cool when you're doing that. You did take out a whole squad of of German motorcyclists um, in the last crusade. So I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Indiana Jones in this one. A vote for Indiana Jones, uh, Mr. Felcher. Yes, I'm also going to go for Indiana Jones. I think the swordsman moment is one of the best badass moments in any movie period uh you know and i uh, i mean i look han solo definitely had his share of badass moments i'm not as enamored of the moment where he starts firing on darth vader uh because quite frankly he should have known better <laughs> i mean what was that gonna do uh he's just instinctively oh I'll just shoots bad guy and oh yeah that's right that's not gonna do much of anything and it kind of is an awkward way to get introduced to a guy he's never met um and then not to mention, uh, you know, the Greedo scene, which has been forever tarnished by what Lucas has done to it over and over again. So uh, for me, Indiana Jones has significantly more badass moments and the character has always remained true. Whereas, like I said, in Jedi, it's hard, you're hard pressed to find one real badass moment he had. Most of the stuff he does in that is kind of accidental. Like when he accidentally knocks Boba Fett pack and uh he just kind of blunders through that movie a lot and doesn't really do very much um and that hurts that hurts the character a lot for me so yeah indiana jones a vote for indy indy mike uh you know i'm i'm actually still kind of uh kind of wondering here um on one hand uh the vader scene was very cool um it uh it certainly was kind of an intense moment. I, it almost makes Vader look more of a badass than Han, though. Um, but I do really like the 
saving the day at the end. And, you know, certainly a large part of it is because I was uh, nine years old, but I certainly didn't see that coming. And out of all the moments in the movies, that's certainly kind of like the most sort of, you know, the biggest cheer. Uh, Indy, you know, the swordsman thing is, is a funny moment. I don't think it's a badass moment. You know, when I looked at it, I didn't go, yeah, motherfucker. I laughed. It's a, it, it's a joke. Um, he does have other ones, but I'm kind of like hard pressed to come up with just moments, like their sequences. I don't know if there's really a moment where I just went, ah, motherfucker. Um, so I guess I'm voting for Han because he, uh, he at least has the one that I can recognize. I'll vote for Han Solo. It's tied up. Dave, break the tie. Oh man, that is tough because I would give I would give Indiana Jones a lot of a lot of props. He had a lot of really good moments. I mean, look what he was doing. I and mean, here's this professor, this nerdy professor, just by what he did in his in his private life, working for the government, working for himself, like going all over the world. That's a badass, especially for like that era. He got not so badass moments, but Hitler autographs his book. You know, like he's right there against like the ultimate evil that we've ever really known. Uh, you know, he, he was always down in it, and that's pretty badass. But moment-wise, yeah, Jedi could be a little weak for Han. I don't, I wouldn't call him a bitch, but it was badass, and he was about to be put into the carbon freezing chamber. Carbon freezing didn't even know if he would live, and he was just like, she's like, I love you, and he's like, I know, that's badass. That's a badass moment. The Vader thing, walking in the door, absolutely. I, I've always thought that was one of the coolest moments. That's so defining for three different characters, for Lando, for Darth Vader, and for Han Solo. <laughs> See, Vader, bam, bam, bam. I mean, whether it's a good idea or not, Michael, would you do it? That's amazing. That's amazing badassery. Yeah, that's a word. Um, so I got to give it up to Han Solo. Break that tie. Han Solo. Running away with this shit, motherfuckers. But he's going to lose this one. Uh, clothing is our next topic. Uh, Ortiz, go ahead. Uh, they both do have uh, very uh, iconic uh, outfits. Um, ding. Han Solo actually has two, uh, essentially. But, you know, I think he's most often remembered for the black vest, white shirt, black pants combo. Uh, which you know does kind of whenever don't forget the stripe like that, down the pants. You got to remember the stripe. Well, uh, whatever. But whenever someone's dressed like that, there's a hint of Han Solo. But uh, I think uh, it's it's Indiana Jones. You know, as far as like a look, uh, you know, for like a generation of, of people, a fedora is now an Indiana Jones hat. Uh, you know, he really kind of just that that and the leather jacket is all it takes to be Indiana Jones. Um, and you got to be white. Uh, you could be light skinned black. I think you can pull it off. <laughs> or um, Indian. You gotta be yeah. able to pack. A Latino could do it. <laughs> Indy spends a lot of time in the sun. Uh, I think I think there's a variety. Um, actually, I just saw a woman as a sexy Indiana Jones. Uh, some pictures of her on the internet. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's really all it takes: the hat, jacket. In her case, not even the jacket. Really, it was the hat that sold it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's Indiana Jones. A vote for Indy, Michael. Yeah, Indiana Jones, absolutely. Uh, uh, Juan. Uh, Indiana Jones, for real. He's got a, he's got multiple uh, costume changes. He's not just stuck in like you know one set of pajamas. He's actually got more gear. 
another vote for. He has a bow tie. Bow ties are cool. For Indiana Jones. Bow ties are cool. Uh, but Han Solo wears that Hoth outfit too, and he's all cool and cold in the Hoth outfit. And then there's that one time <laughs> where he where he wears the 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 poncho. He's got a poncho on once. Lucas, <laughs> really? That was, wow! Oh, I am almost swayed. Uh, I, I know. I, I this is my my. That's the the best part about the clothing one for Han Solo. You can't really sway anybody. It's one of those like no, there's there's nothing that great about Han Solo's uh, outfit. Uh, Indiana Jones. Not only can you could wear that in everyday life, and somebody might go, "You just as Indiana Jones." Or you just dress like that because you feel like it. Like, it's not an odd, it's not a costume, it's an outfit. Uh, Indiana Jones is uh, is an outfit that you could wear on a day-to-day basis, and nobody would think you that If you were strange. trying to look like Indiana Jones. It, 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 it doesn't well, always Especially if you had the hat, the bullwhip, and the pistol. Well, if you have all that, you look like Indiana Jones. But I'm talking about just like the, the, the khaki pants and a khaki shirt, like... Or or white shirt actually, but it, it, it you can wear that shit. Uh, the man who uh, was dressed up like uh, Han Solo at his wedding. Uh, <laughs> what's your bid on clothing? For me, you're the only no, one. No, who you're else are they talking to? Han Solo at his wedding. <laughs> I haven't well, had I don't a wedding. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, no, I, yeah, well, okay. So, yeah, iconic. Yeah, Han Solo was iconic, but the, the Star Wars characters tended to be, because they would just wear the one outfit for the most part. Yeah, Han Solo had the, you, you could tell them by the action figures. You know, it was Han Solo. It was Han Solo in the best pin outfit, Han Solo in the hot outfit, Han Solo in the blue jacket. I don't even remember. the. You know, there wasn't a lot of clothing. Now, Indiana Jones clothing, which was inspired by the Ronald Reagan character in the 1952 movie Hong Kong, is pretty badass. But yeah, we could all buy that outfit. We could all pretend to be Indiana Jones a lot easier. They both had pretty sweet holsters. Well, I'm going to have to give a holster point to Han Solo because that was a better holster. But um, yeah, Indiana Jones, uh, definitely a better dresser all around. Tuxedos and bow ties and the whole three-jacket thing. Snazzy. Oh. Vote for Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is on the board. Indiana Jones has a point. On to our next one. Dum. Uh, it's theme music. Uh, <laughs> I think we know who's going to win this one. Quit blowing your nose into the goddamn microphone. Uh, hey, that's my wife, man. Don't be yelling at my wife about blowing her nose. Can she hear me? No. She just called you a dick. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. Um, well, not as emotional now. Oh, okay. <laughs> See? Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead with your theme music. Uh, Juan, you go ahead with the theme music. Who has better theme music? Um, um, I know that... Oh, 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 oh. I think that um, Indiana Jones has better theme music because it's specific to his character, whereas Han Solo is giving, I think, kind of like the generic good guy uh, riff from Star Wars. But I don't necessarily identify like a specific song just to him when I'm watching Star Wars. Whereas Indiana Jones has his own theme music and song and everything. So, Indiana Jones. Vote for Indy. Han Solo does have his own theme music. He has to. It it, it has to be in the movie, but... Give it to us. I don't know it. Nobody knows it. 
Uh, it's probably a piece of one of the bigger pieces of music. Like you would know it if you heard it, but you wouldn't know that it was Indiana Jones. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Han Solo's music. Uh, so just for the fact that Indiana Jones's music is so fucking iconic, we already said it's the the, the song of adventure. Uh, I'm gonna go with Indiana Jones's theme music. Uh, uh, Mr. Gill. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. I think, I think that the music. Since it's a franchise based on one single character versus all these intertwining themes based on what was the whoever the composer was that they based all the Star Wars music on the planets, uh, whatever. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah, definitely. It is the adventure music. Indiana Jones. Michael. Word. Was that just agreeing with us? No. So who are you voting for? Indiana Jones. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Ortiz? Um, I actually don't believe there is a Han Solo theme. If you look through yeah, all there really the soundtracks, isn't. there's a Luke's theme, specifically well, yeah. a Leia's theme, a Yoda's theme. Uh, Fucking Wicket's got a goddamn theme. <laughs> but there is no uh, specific Han theme, um, and I think that says a lot. Uh, they just play generic Star Wars music, Star Wars theme, which I guess becomes everybody's theme. But even the Star Wars theme isn't as cool as Indiana Jones' theme. So, Indiana Jones. Or... I don't know how well you can hear that right now. But that's Han Solo yeah. and the Princess's theme. From Empire Strikes Back. That's Han and the Princess. Yeah. That's the, so that's the love of... theme. It's not Han's yeah. theme. Yeah. That's not the theme. Yeah, the love theme. Indiana Fuck Jones you. also has a love theme. Yeah. And what the hell you want to get out of here? Well, this has been fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, what, what's oh, no. Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> everybody didn't go. Uh, Dave, what, what's your vote? What? What's your vote? I did go. I said Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Then Juan didn't go? No, uh, I did go. I went first. Oh, then I didn't write down my my vote. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Indiana God. Jones gets another point. Hey, come on. Have to, we can just stop keeping score. We'll just oh, no. Why? Come here. I'm keeping score, goddammit. Because right. right now, Han Solo has four to Indiana Jones's two. Next one is weapons. Mr. Ortiz, that's you. Um, in terms of the more powerful weapon, um, it would clearly be the blaster. Um, he used a lightsaber, but I don't think that counts. Uh, but as well, far he, as he, the- he made short work of that dead Tauntaun. <laughs> I think uh, I think just in terms of, of cool factor of a weapon identified with a character, uh, it would be uh, Indiana Jones and the whip. Although he also used a gun. He used a lot and of a machete, And a machete. A machete. Yeah, lots of weapons, actually. And his with. hand. His Mutherum, Sutherum. That's true. You betrayed Shiva. Um, <laughs> you know, somebody <laughs> mentioned the other day, I, I wit too. I, I don't remember who uh, or what it was on. I was listening to a podcast and somebody was like, Oh, Han Solo used that, that guy to use the lightsaber to cut open the, the, the Tauntaun. So Luke could get inside and be warm. But if a, a lightsaber is a blade <laughs> of fire, then you don't, act, why, why wouldn't you just keep the lightsaber on and get inside a tent and warm and build yourself a snow tent and warm up inside? It doesn't make any sense at all. <clears throat> uh, he didn't have a tent. Did he? 
he, he, well, Han Solo did have a tent. Yeah, just he didn't have time to build it. Don't anyway. build it uh, that it, it's it's not really fire; it's plasma. You're right; it's plasma, and it and it it generates heat. As it we may know, not give off a lot of heat. It gives off a lot of heat. How much? Episode? I don't know. Enough to burn through a door. <laughs> Episode one. Qui Gon Jinn takes his the movie lightsaber that was blade. Made how many years later? I don't care. I'm telling you. Lightsaber. Plus, anyway, the lightsaber. Look, if we're, lightsaber if we're going to the prequel trilogy to back up an argument, guys, this is not. Oh no, bad. I'm not. There's no backing up the argument. Uh, Han Solo does not have as cool of weapons unless you include the Millennium Falcon as a weapon. Uh, I do not. So uh, I yeah, would say I'm if gonna... we do that, we have to include the Ark of the Covenant. Ooh. Just, ooh. If you, actually, I will do that and include the Ark of the Covenant because Indiana Jones does use it as a weapon. <laughs> he used it to kill a bunch of Nazis. Even if he the, used he it to kill a bunch of Nazis. Even if all he did was close his eyes. Even. I didn't see Han Solo melting any fuckers' faces off. <laughs> and, and, and he used uh, God. <laughs> when you use God as a weapon, that's it. You win. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving that to Indiana Jones for me. That's it. There's no more argument to be had here. I don't want to hear any other fucking votes on this. He used God as a weapon. Case closed. Move on. Uh, which we will, unless somebody has an exceptional case for Han Solo here. Anybody? No, but his blaster was cool looking. <laughs> his blaster is cool. That ain't, that ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, I would have given it to him just for the whip, though. You know, Indiana. Indiana Jones. That's a pretty sweet weapon. He used God. God <laughs> is God is a weapon. <laughs> he used God as a weapon. All right. Uh, I think. I in think, reality, uh, God used him as a weapon. Come oh, on, get it straight. Either way. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we're on to our next one, Michael. This one is yours. It is memorable lines. Who has the better memorable lines? Hmm. Oh. That's Han Solo. Kind of... They're shorter. Did I say Michael? I believe I did there. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. No, that's okay. I, I apparently, <laughs> apparently he's speaking for me now, so I guess I'm gonna have to vote for Han Solo. <laughs> that's two votes for Han Solo right now. Um, Juan. For memorable lines. Yeah, memorable lines. Who has the better memorable lines? Um. Hmm. I don't. I'm remembering the best lines from Indiana Jones, but you know there's there's definitely. Uh, I guess I go with uh, Han Solo though, because that's the one my son uses more than anything. When we get on the freeway, he goes, "Daddy, did you punch it yet? I want to punch it." Okay. And, you know, he jumped the lightspeed. So I'm gonna go with Han Solo. A vote for Han. Solo, um, uh, Mr. Ortiz. Yeah, I am uh, having trouble coming up with lines for for indie that I think are you know stand out particularly well as they're on their own. Uh, Han certainly has the "I love you, I know." Uh, he also has the "We're all fine here, thanks. How are you?" And she's the brain, <laughs> or he's the brain, sweetheart. Uh, and of course, the point five past the speed of light and make the Kessel run less than 12 parsecs. Uh, great lines, memorable lines. Uh, since I can't remember lines from Han Solo, I guess it would have to be Han Solo. Uh, yeah, Indiana Jones is snakes. Why do it have to be snakes? Things like that, which kind of paint him more of a pussy. He's uh, The lines that you remember from Indiana Jones are usually the more funny lines, whereas the lines from Han Solo, like I know, which is 
quite badass moment and a badass line. But there's also one of the most iconic lines in all of Star Wars, and it's said in every single Star Wars thing you've ever read or seen, and is, I have a bad feeling about this. And I believe he's the first character to say it. Uh, so, yeah, it's got to be Mr. Han Solo. And Han Solo gets another point. We are on to our next fight. Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones! Um, it is sidekicks. Who has the better sidekicks? Uh, who hasn't gone first in a while? Let's go to you, Juan. Well, I mean, I think I think short round is a good one uh, for for sidekicks. I mean, I think it isn't really a sidekick in that one too. Um, and then the dude that died for him. I mean, come on, he's, he's got three right there in one movie, and Han Solo's got what? Chewie, Chewbacca. Nobody, Chewbacca. Nobody really understands what he says anyway. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, having somebody that's willing, I mean, that, you know, helps you out and actually has to take a bullet and die for you, I mean, that's kind of crazy. But uh, that's, a, that's a hardcore sidekick. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say Indiana Jones for sidekicks. Vote for Indiana Jones. Mike? Yeah, this one's pretty easy. Uh, I've made my feelings on short round known uh, many times. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could argue uh, Salah and uh, Marcus being sidekicks to some degree. Totally. Um, but neither one of them uh, has a, a crossbow blaster uh, or rips your <laughs> arms out when you beat them at holographic chest. Chess. Chest. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Salah's kid saved Indy's life. I'm just saying. He, he threw them kids in there like they were nothing. But, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, true. I'm, I'm not discounting them at all. But uh, the other one is an eight-foot Wookiee that can pilot a spaceship. So I'm going with uh, Chewbacca and uh, a vote for Han Solo. A vote for Han Solo. You know, uh, Michael. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Chewbacca was a pretty good sidekick. And Indiana Jones didn't really rely on sidekicks that often. I mean, obviously, Short Round was there, but I mean, he didn't really have one in the first movie. He had people who helped him. He didn't have a sidekick per se, and um, but he did have a monkey for a brief period, and I do like monkeys, so I'm going to go with the monkey, uh, Indiana Jones. A vote for Indy. Yeah, he does have monkeys. And it's weird, too, because both of them, they have buddies, friends, who, oh, those are friends and not sidekicks, who betray them. Um, you're right, there's the monkey for a second who dies for him because mm -hmm. he, the monkey eats the date. There's Short Round, who I do love. I love the I, shit. I love Short Round, too. I love the shit out of Short Round. And he's, uh, used to, he's actually useful. Uh, and I would also include his father as a sidekick, because he's best, definitely a sidekick. You know, that's a, that's a good movie. point. I hadn't really thought about that. And yeah. that third movie, he, uh, there's a sidekick there. And then you've also got Mutt. So he's got three different sidekicks, all of them effective to a certain degree. Mutt can race a car and swing through trees against monkeys and stuff like that. Mutt's pretty awesome. I know you don't know who Mutt is. Don't worry about it. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Do you have uh, a dog? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, they Mr. named the dog Indiana. Oh. 
<laughs> well, why would you call him? Mutt? You know, I don't. I don't care. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about where Mutt comes from. Uh, did, who didn't go on this one? Cause I'm, me. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Because I'm just hopping all around. I'm yeah, no, no. I think the psychic is a tough word for either of these characters because, like Indiana Jones has, he's got family, he's got peers, he's got mentors, he's got I don't want to say acolytes, but like Mutt, you know, he's looking up to him. Doesn't his father not to give anything away. Michael Felcher, you'll find out someday. Um, mm-hmm. But Oswald has one fantastic best friend of all time. He's loyal. He saved him from being a slave. You go into the you know the extra outside of the movies canon. Uh, you know, Chewbacca. He is a badass. He's seven foot tall, giant, hairy, super cool guy. You know, like so. I wouldn't call him psychic. Nobody has a Robin or a Speedy or an Aqualad or even a Batgirl. Like, you know, they're all equal with their people. The movies focus on them as characters, but they don't have psychics. But as far as friends go, despite Indiana Jones having all these people, his dad and Salah and everybody, I still want to give it to Chewbacca. So I'm giving it to Han Solo for best psychic. But you would be wrong, according to this panel. Indiana Jones gets Fuck another you, panel. <laughs> and my wife left the house to blow her nose, Damon. I hope you're happy. I am. <laughs> you know, it was Damon. I thought so. No, it wasn't. So <laughs> what, you, has, you was there a winner her? for this? Yeah, it was. It was Indiana Jones. Indiana oh. Jones got a point. Uh, we are on to our next one, which is injuries received and recovered from. Uh, let's see. Han Solo was in carbonite. And he did he get shot? He got shot in Jedi. When? Yes. Yeah, he gets shot when they're uh, yeah, at the bunker. At the bunker, he gets shot. Nothing bad, he, but he does get shot there. No, I thought it was he Leia who got shot. shot. Oh, you're right. Leia oh, is yeah. the one that gets shot. It is Leia that gets shot. He's I'm, tortured by Vader. He is tortured yeah. by Vader. Uh, yeah, but he didn't leave a scratch on him. So fuck that pussy. Let's see. Well, that's like sci-fi torture. Let's see. Like that sci-fi torture. Indiana Jones is tortured in the first movie, the second movie. Is he tortured in the third movie? Yes, he's tortured in the third movie. The shit beat out of him in the third movie. Uh, In the movie that shall not be named, uh, he's tortured in that one. He deals with ants. Oh, and then he survives a nuclear blast uh, by sitting <laughs> in a lead lined refrigerator. Uh, and he received no injuries from that. So he didn't re- receive and recover from injuries. Well, he which, might have gotten cancer that he died from sometime in the mid 1960s. What are you guys talking about? Uh, well, he ne- that means he didn't recover from it. Um, Is there a comic book I'm not aware of or something you're talking about? I want. Yep. I, it sounds preposterous. Yeah. Something like that, Michael. It's just the whole. It's a weird thing. Don't worry about it. I want to get it's code. I, I want to give it to Indiana. Wow, Indiana Jones does get the shit beat out of him a lot. That's that's his staple. He has yeah. his face almost run into a goddamn uh, tank tread. Yeah, gets, I mean he he just he drinks the blood of Colin and has to get burned oh. by his own sidekick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's Indiana Jones on this one. It's uh, even though I hate the I hate the goddamn nuke. Uh, yeah, I'm going Indiana Jones. Uh, Mike. Yeah, I mean, other than well, I mean, carbonite, uh, carbonite freezing, and 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 sci-fi yeah, because it turns turn, right? turn into a pussy between movies. Uh, well, hey, you don't know how it affects you. 
Um, <laughs> no, I never will. Uh, <laughs> you say that now. You, you cross a hut. You <laughs> we may have be... 30 years from now. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> See. In a couple of years, we have a hoverboards, carbon trees in stick. Uh, but Indiana Jones does withstand uh, an awful lot of abuse. Han Solo's thing is he mostly is able to avoid it. Uh, Indiana Jones avoids death, but he does not invo- avoid injury. He uh, he just seems to heal pretty well. So, yeah, this one's got to go to Indy. Juan. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to agree. I mean, Indiana Jones tends to get his ass handed to him pretty often, which for some reason doesn't necessarily take away from his badassery because he's still kind of doing it. You know, he is winning the fight eventually, but he does end up getting his uh, ass handed to him. Um, I mean, in, in every movie, you know, there's, there's the fighting, and he's got to recover from all of that because he's still going. Um, I mean, and then he may not have sustained any big injuries from being tipped around in a in a refrigerator in that mythical fourth movie, but he is, um, you know, still getting up from getting launched around, you know, in a fridge. Um, but then there's fighting in there too. So I definitely think that uh, Indy has gone through more than uh, Han, at least on screen. You know, who knows what they're going to do with Han, like uh, prequel stories or whatever. So Han is not getting my vote. Indiana <laughs> Jones. Uh, Michael? Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones, I think, has survived more than uh, he, uh, yeah, with weather. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dave? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Han Solo has rested and he gets tortured, he gets frozen in carbonate, and that's a big thing. And he comes out and he's blind and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he, he's got a shit with shield. He gets rocked about a bit. But, you know, some of the best punching sound effects in the history of movies were taken over and over and over again on Indiana Jones. You know, like, just fantastic. Every movie, that guy gets beat the shit out of him. And, and he still comes back and uh, saves the day. So, yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones gets a point, and it's back to a tie from the beginning of the fight when it was 0 0. Uh, we should take Mike, a break. It's the halfway what, point. Is it the halfway point? Yeah, that's wrong. Is this the halfway point? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. You need to urinate. Are you going to actually erase any of this stuff? No. Or? No, this is a break where the mic's left open. Uh, mic's left open where I get to go. I think it's even. We have an even number of things. So we, one of you two has to come up with something. To add to this list, and I mean uh, Dave and uh, Juan, because I think let me see. Hey, I submitted my items. What the hell? One, two, really? Oh, you just gave them to me. You didn't give them to. Oh, so they're not on here. There are twenty things. There are twenty things total here. But you said right. Juan had some. Yeah, but Juan probably just sent them to me, and not to everybody. Aha! Juan, what? There we no. go. Yeah, they're they're there. Okay. So we've got a couple more How many that more? we can use. How many more? Technically two? Because sidekicks is on here. Uh it's backstory, one liners, sidekicks, and headgear. So backstory and headgear we can kinda use. Headgear? Actually, you know what? Head- we can't, we can't use headgear because headgear is a part of co- uh, clothing. Yeah. So, so, but it's fine because there's twenty left. Twenty. Uh, so we just need one. We just need one, which would be backstory, and right. that's perfect. All right. So, yeah. Backstory will be the last one. Then. Yeah. But, right. uh, well, I'm, I'm taking a break. Yeah, Mike has to pee because he has the bladder of a, a of a pigeon. I actually don't have to pee, but I might. 
I might just pee to spite you fuckers. Not you, Michael. I don't I care. That. I don't care if you pee. Oh well, goody, yay! Yeah, it's it's the other Mike. I'm, I'm going to take pills. I'm disappointed that you uh, aren't having a Halloween party. Why would I? Because you have a nice house and it would be cool. Yeah, it's exactly. I have a nice house, so why would I have a Halloween party? Yeah, you have, could have a rock band party. Uh, well, we you haven't have, done a rock band party in forever. Well, that's what Julie wants to do. So oh we, well, dude, I'm telling you right now. Okay, I volunteer to host a rock band party. Okay. Because I just okay. bought a 70 inch widescreen TV. Woohoo! And rock band would fucking blow your mind on this thing. All right. Well, whenever. I'm off every Saturday. I was just playing Grand Theft Auto on this thing, and I didn't want to come here, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's the best game of all time. I climbed up on this, on this huge construction crane and looked down, and I almost fell out of my fucking chair. I was like, oh, shit. God damn, it's really, oh. <laughs> it's really high. And then I deliberately fell off and uh, blew myself into little pieces all over the sidewalk. Did you at least get the uh, the secret letter piece that was up there? No, no, I didn't. Oh, you got to climb that shit again, Michael. Oh, I'll be climbing it again. I've been doing all sorts of shit. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're saying that the game is 50 hours, but there's way more than that if you want. Oh, it's, it's basically you just can run around Southern California for the rest of your life doing whatever the fuck you want. See, uh, I've never... My problem with a Grand Theft Auto has always been I've never been interested in playing the game i've always liked watching other people play the game or running around and just killing things but running around and killing things is fun for like an hour maybe two after that you get bored oh come on you just run around punching whores all day yeah it's kind of boring yeah but that's that's just like being on saturday nights that he has off so I, i don't punch whores I like, coming out, I like coming out of the hospital after getting saved and then just beating the shit out of people in front of the hospital. <laughs> I get a real perverse joy out of just having bodies all over the front of the fucking hospital. And then watching the paramedics show up and look over the body and go, oh, God, not much we can do for this fucker. Do you and, steal? Uh, like, you can steal anything in, the, in that game too, right? Pretty much, yeah. I heard, I heard you can go to, like, the Air Force Base and steal a jet and, like, yeah. wreak havoc. Oh. Oh, yeah, you can steal a jet, helicopters. I mean, you can steal anything Dude, you want. I've tried to steal shit from the Air Force base like a hundred times, man. I have not succeeded. I always get killed. Well, I would well yeah, it's an Air Force base. They're not just going to let you walk in there and take a fucking jet. Yeah, but in the previous games, you could get away with it and then land it in your hangar. And then have they have up the realism a lot. They oh. have actually up the realism. I mean, now the, the cops are a lot smarter than they used to be. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. So what you're saying is you can't have one of those standoffs where you get to a nice little corner where they can't get to you and you just pick them off as they come oh, up to you? Oh, you can do that. You can do that, but the helicopters will eventually take you out. Well, yeah, eventually you will die. You well, can't no, do that and get away. You, you, what you had to do was find a nice parking structure so you had cement over your head. I did that several times, and I think that was Grand Theft Auto 3 no, the co- I've, seen, I've seen cl- the cops will actually find an adjacent building and start shooting mm-hmm. it from the other buildings. Oh, okay. It's so much better, dude. It's so intense. It's intense. I mean, really, it, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I've Michael, have you played it online? No, that's the next step. I, I had to, up until today, I had to get uh, my Wi-Fi on my modem was going out, so I had to get a replacement modem, but I got that today, so... I'm going to sign up for the only because I had another friend 
they tell me a great story. He was playing online with a guy, and there was like this 13-year-old kid who was fucking with him and killing him, like the goddamn World of Warcraft South Park game. It's like every time right. you log online, this kid would kill him. Well, for some reason, he's driving on the street. This kid's character jumps into the car with him in the passenger seat. He revs the engine, goes all the way, and bails out of the car, and the car flies off a cliff and hits a tree and explodes with this kid's character in it. And he could hear the kid on the headset going, You motherfucker! Why do you fucking kill me, fucking motherfucker? It's amazing, man. I will say that the online thing, though, loads forever. Like, every time you join the... Well, yeah. You know, it's got a lot, though. So, bring the book. <laughs> I would play, but somebody's had my Xbox for two years. I'm back. Well, hey, I don't have your Xbox. <laughs> I know. It's Juan. Uh, Juan has had my Xbox for two years. Juan, give it back yes. to Xbox. And it just sits there. He's, he's, he's never, ever mentioned, ever, ever wanting it back. So I have it. It's here. I no, you haven't. You have not. Just now, this is the first time you've mentioned that you wanted it back. No, no, I've mentioned it several times. Anytime I've seen you, like, hey, I should really get my Xbox back from you. So, yeah. But we don't see each other very often. I'm not, I'm not like, I gotta get it back. You know, like, I could get it back if I really, really wanted it. But I, yeah. there, there are no games that I really, really, really want to play. I've been playing the shit out of Star Wars Old Republic. I love the shit out of that game. Juan, you should get on that if you have a computer that's good enough. Oh, yeah. It's free to play yeah, now. I have a computer. It's fuckworthy. It's free to play. I'm, I'm, I'm taking 20 classes right now. I can't do that right now. Join oh. the guild. Join Hermano. Yeah. <laughs> how do you get that? What do you mean, how do you get that? Oh. It's free. How do you get that? You just go to Star Wars The Old Republic and sign up. Yeah. Okay. Depending on how good your computer is. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Oh wait, are you on Max? If it's a Mac, you well, can't. I got a, I got a PC specifically for gaming. We got one a couple of years ago. Hey. Like a Cyber Tuesday, Cyber Monday sale. Oh damn! But mostly, I just play strategy games on the PC. I've never really tried like a, an action game. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, what? Amazing. It's amazing. Uh, we are in it on the dark site. We're in a guild called Hermano, and uh. There was an emote three or four packs back that you could buy, uh, and it's the chicken dance. And you're like, oh, the chicken dance, that's great. No, it's the chicken dance from Arrested Development. The reason our, our group is called Hermano is because of Arrested Development. Hermano. Because they didn't know what the word meant, and they were angry. And now right. male characters do uh, Job's chicken dance, and female characters do Lindsay's chicken dance. And they just spin in circles. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, they do that on the computer? Yeah, they do that in the game. They'll, they'll, they do they do the awkward clapping and offbeat everything. <laughs> it's really awesome. Oh. Uh, Michael Felcher is an asshole. Oh, Christy said hello a while ago. Who? Christy. Woke? Cool. Yeah. Woke. Woke. How, how drunk was she? She's not drunk at all. Uh, earlier, I said this has on the message, so that was nice that she responded. Yeah, she responded almost immediately. Oh well. Yeah, when we got when we got that pizza that night, she was like, "What uh, you're doing is a mistake. Don't work for them." <laughs> she was right. Tell her I said hi too. Okay, I will tell her right now. Michael says hello. She's probably asleep. 
How dare she be asleep when I'm saying hello through you? You could just do it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know who we're talking about, but um, hi, Christy woke. What up? Uh, do, 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 do. Now we're just sitting waiting for Mike, who may or may not have been back. I he said might... I was back. No, you he said he was back a while ago, dude. Yeah. No, he did. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I, 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 I heard nothing. No, because what I, I heard him come back. I'll, I'll I'll show you what he did. He did this. Good. No, he said, oh, "Hey, I'm back." That's what I heard. Oh, Christy says, "Ha ha, thanks." All right, let's get back. Let's get back to this goddamn thing with our next topic, which is the one that should easily be won by Han Solo. It is hairstyles. Uh, the one with the the person with the best hairstyle on this panel, Mr. Dave Gill. <laughs> I didn't even do that. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the same guy. It's just his hair cut a different length. But uh, yeah, I'll give it to like the seventies, eighties, thick, bushy haired Han Solo. As a win, vote for Solo. Solo does not wear a hat, so he does not have hat hair, number one. Number two, Indiana Jones, when he's, like, professored up, has the saddest fucking hair in the history of the universe. It's like he's showered in a low-flow shower, and it's just all down and greasy. It's the shittiest hair ever. So uh, it's got to be Han Solo for, for keeping it pimp day and night, even when he was in fucking Carbonite. So, yeah, Han Solo. <laughs> uh, Juan? Well, I'm going to go with the space boy on this one because he's got that space hair. It just doesn't seem to go wrong. It's always kind of spacey. Space? That, that is... Please print that out, that argument you just had, <laughs> so I can post it on my wall. He has, like, space hair. It's all spacey. Space hair. Like space, space boy. It's spacey, yeah. Space boy's space got boy. space hair. Oh, Mr. Ortiz. <laughs> uh... Han Solo, he's got kind of the, the the longer hair. He's got the sideburns kind of starting to creep in there a little bit. Uh, all in all, the, it, it's kind of hippie for me. I think he's a little too shaggy. Uh, Indy, he's got a respectable man's haircut, professional man's haircut, uh, an honorable man's haircut. Uh, not like that uh, pinko bastard commie uh, smuggler, uh, no good Nick uh, Han Solo. Please, boy. So, vote for Indiana Jones and the person who has the least amount of hair on the panel, Michael. You know, there are times during the entire history of the show I've sat here and wondered, why, why do I bother? Um, that one is uh, one of the, the, the most uh, memorable. And uh, fuck you very much. And, um,. I'm just gonna say fuck. Uh, vote for fuck, but uh, Han Solo. Han Solo got a vote there. No, he did not. No, no, no. He got a he got a point because he already had enough. I'm not counting your your fuck as a vote uh, a vote for Han Solo. Han Solo had three. Fine. Three to one and one. Fuck did not win. Um. What if I change my vote? <laughs> I will override your changing of a vote and still vote for uh, make it Han Solo, so it doesn't matter. Uh, next one is Street Smarts, Michael. That's fuck. yours. A vote, another vote for fuck. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Juan. Uh, street Smarts. Well, Indiana Jones is actually dealing with streets, 
Han Solo doesn't really see a street. Uh, well, unless you call problems I see, but I don't really count those as streets. Those are more like, I don't know, that piles of sand. Um, I think Indiana Jones has more street smarts. He's able to, like, you know, run around in different cultures and different countries and all kinds of different situations and throughout all of the movies that he's in, all four of them. And uh, I think that it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be Indiana Jones. That's, that's one of those. A vote for Indiana Jones. Um... Yeah, Indiana Jones is it's on here. Book smarts is on here. Uh, Indiana Jones is more book smarts than street smarts. He uh, street smarts is having like common sense in everyday, in everyday life where like that's that's Han Solo's bread and fucking butter. He knows how to get around most icely spaceport. He knows how to get around the Imperials. He's a goddamn smuggler. You can't be a smuggler and not have street smarts. Uh, Indiana and, Jones went straight into Berlin. Indiana to get Jones, a little book. He's a professor. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give Street Smarts. So, but the, obviously, when Book Smarts comes up, you know which way I'm going. But I'm giving. I've got to go Street Smarts with uh, Han Solo. Han Solo has way way better Street Smarts. So uh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Damon wholeheartedly. Indiana Jones is this, this academic. He's got at least one doctorate, and who knows? I mean, more than that, he, he studies cultures. He's good. He's good with people. He fits into cultures, which is, which is, which is great when you're on the streets in, in other countries and stuff like that. But he's got to be like seven times as smart as Han Solo. I mean, he's just a very, very smart, smart man. Han Solo, he's all, he's all charisma, charm, and and common sense. And he can, he can go to these different places throughout the galaxy and fit in just the way. The academic can, but he didn't have to study. He's just got it in him. He's just a people man. You know, he knows what he's got to do to get away with stuff. He knows what he's got to do to fit in. And, uh, yeah, he's a... I, I don't know what the backstory is, honestly, on the Han Solo character, other than that, like, Lego movie. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like he grew up poor, you know, and he chose crime as a way to make money. And so that's a lot more sweet than uh, the son of a professor who becomes a professor. So Han Solo... A vote for Han Solo, Mr. Ortiz. Um, honestly, uh, for me, this one is is kind of a kind of a push. I mean, I uh, certainly everything they've said about Han Solo is is dead on. I mean, you really can't be a smuggler. You wouldn't be. Uh, you you really don't survive uh, the kind of life that that he survived without street smarts. And even though Indiana Jones has. Book smarts. I think you're completely uh, disregarding his street smarts. All of those things that you were talking about him him blending in and all of that. That wasn't from study. That was from years of of adventuring and traveling around the world. Um, he is a professor and an academic. But I know lots of professors and academics, and none of them are have ever been chased by Peruvian. Uh, uh, natives with with spears. None of them have, have ever dug in uh, in the depths of of Egypt for the Ark of the Covenant because he's also an adventurer, and it's from adventuring that he has learned to blend in every port uh, in the world and and speak languages and and get around in ways that uh, that you or I certainly can't. I mean, this isn't stuff that you learn in a classroom. It's he takes those street smarts, applies his book smarts, and then teaches people. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, you're totally disregarding his uh, his street smarts. And 
I, you know what? I'm going to vote for them uh, just just for that, even though I think honestly they both uh, they both kind of weigh in kind of equally. And with that vote, because Michael has voted for fuck, uh, it's a push on this one. Uh, they are equal, so they get an equal, an equal. There we go. They're equal on street smarts. Uh, we're going on to our next one. Uh, Juan, it is action scenes. Who has the better action scenes? I think the Indiana Jones has more action scenes. Um, where he's where he's the one actually doing a lot of the action. I mean, Han Solo is involved in action sequences, but I don't necessarily think that he's involved in as many action scenes. Um, if I remember right, I could be remembering wrong, but it's not really very eventful when he gets put in carbonite on top of action, and then he's blind after that. Um, I guess a couple of times in the ship, but that, that's kind of actiony. But uh, Indiana Jones has a lot of action. Uh, whether it's fight scenes or, you know, running from Nazis or right into the thick of the Nazis and even getting away in the big Zeppelin, you know, fighting. And then, you know, I mean, there's a lot of action going on in Indiana Jones movies. Uh, so, Indiana Jones. A vote for Indiana Jones. Uh, Dave. Yeah, he has that there. Because Indiana Jones spends a lot of time on spaceships. Some of it just watching and waiting. Some of it flying and dodging and going into the mouths of giant asteroid worms and stuff. And that's very cool. But when it comes down to actual action, Indiana Jones is, you know, jumping out of an airplane on an inner tube boat, landing and going down mountains on coal mine things. He's getting attacked by snakes. He's getting attacked by giant ants. He's jumping from car to car. He's being dragged under a truck. He is the action scene king. So Indiana Jones hands down wins action scene. Michael? Yeah, I think Han Solo's definitely an action-oriented character and involved in a lot of great scenes, but I mean, the action scenes in the Indiana Jones films are really top of, you know, some of the best ever committed to film, and he's a proactive element in all those, and some of those scenes actually kind of blew my hair back. Oh, wait, I guess it didn't. <laughs> he's no bitter. <laughs> a vote for Indiana Aww. Jones. Oh, Mike? Uh, you know, actually Han Solo, I think has been in, in quite a few action scenes. Uh, I think the, uh, technically the, uh, space battle scenes that, that he's involved in, uh, in star Wars and empire, the, the asteroid scene, uh, would count as action scenes. And, uh, and he's certainly at the heart of them, even if he's just piloting the vehicle. But, uh, at, at the end of the day, Han Solo is really a sci-fi hero and, uh, and Indiana Jones is an action hero uh, because action is really kind of the defining aspect of those movies. And he's the, uh, I guess the defining character in, in all of the action scenes. I mean, that's really what the movies are built around. If this was who had better sci-fi, then certainly it would be Han Solo, but it's not it's better action. And Raiders is more of an action movie. Uh, yeah. Not only is it more of an, like the, we meet Indiana Jones, moving uh removing an idol give me the idol i'll give you the whip like he there's a whole action sequence to introduce you to indiana jones so uh there's uh, han solo he's just a guy in a corner and you and you know of course you he shoots greedo but i wouldn't consider that an action scene as much as a a i don't know what you call that kind of scene it's not action it's just an assassination a pardon an assassination oh yeah it was an assassination uh 
but it's not an action scene. It's not what I would consider an action scene. It's a, it's more of a suspense well, it, it's scene. It's a, it's a kind of action scene. It's a shootout. It's not even a shootout. I think, I think it's more, I think it's just a suspense scene. It's hair raising. There we go. Yeah. Hair raising, hair raising. That's a very good, very good. Michael. Uh, it doesn't matter though. Uh, Indiana Jones got a point for that one. Uh, next one is who has better friends? Michael, <laughs> go ahead on that one. Gee, how appropriate. We're all my friends. Hmm. I don't know. Trying to find some around here, but it seems like there's a little bit of, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Indiana Jones and uh, uh, Han Solo both have friends who betray them, who just kick them when they're down. You know, just uh, you hey, know, say I things that are just. Oh, I, I'm I'm not necessarily talking about anybody in this particular area right now. Yeah, he's talking about Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm talking about Indiana Jones and Han Solo. I'm talking about the fact that you know they both place their trust in people and are overly kind and good na- nature to them, only to have the friends for no apparent reason just stick them in the back and fuck them over, uh, say horrible things about them, sometimes right to their faces. As a matter of fact, and um, I, I give it to both these characters for being able to soldier on past that, and not hold any resentments because you know, Lord knows they're better people than I am. Um, you know, just. Uh, I'm sorry, what's the category again? Uh, friends. <laughs> Who has better oh. friends? Oh. Well, Hustle didn't really have that many friends. And he had Chewbacca and Lando Carissi, and that didn't work out too well for him. Uh, <laughs> whereas Indiana Jones has got friends all over the world who are willing to do anything for him, uh, even die for him uh, at the end of the day. And, I mean, we don't even have an idea of how many friends he's got. I mean, it, Temple of Doom opens with a guy helping him out in a bar that we know there's there's a lot of history there, and he ends up dying in his arms, but we don't even know the history behind it. So there's probably a guy like that in every city for him. And uh, so, you know, uh, Indiana Jones. Friends. Oof. Mike? Uh, I will I will vote for, uh, for Han Solo, um, because I would count Luke among his friends, uh, and Luke is a powerful, powerful Jedi. Uh, Princess Leia, I mean, she, she's among his friends, uh, special friends and, uh, friends with benefits. She's, uh, she's going to, uh, play an important part in the, uh, new government. She, she's going to be a very powerful person. Uh, actually he's friends with, you know, all of the, the rebel leaders who uh, are, are now basically the basis of, of the new government. Um, friends with R2D2, who's among the most powerful beings in the cosmos. Uh, not to mention the Wookiee, though that's a you know sidekick Did friend. Did you ever say one word to R two D two? He was friends with R two. He gave him a ride all over the place. Did he even mean to? Well, R two fixed his ship. R two fixed his ship several times. Uh, the ship was his friend, even though he loaned him to Lando, and Lando you know busted the deflect dish off, but. After yeah, they fine. Death Star blew up, they're going to have enough money to fix the deflector dish. You're really not making Han sound very so, good right now. Um, vote for Han. <laughs> the ship is his friend. Um, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm voting for Indiana Jones for the friends there. I mean, there was, like you said, a guy at uh, the beginning of Temple of Doom. 
And then uh, there was also uh, Salah. Uh, like I said before, he sent his kids in. You know, that's a friend. He did, it's not just him. He's sending the kids in to, to, to defend India in a room full of guns. I don't know if I do that with my kids for my friends, but, you know, I guess he had a lot more kids than I did, or than I do. So um, that's a big deal. Would you send and, uh, kids in for me? Huh? Would you at least send one kid in for me? You don't have to send both. Hey, man. I like to sleep on my couch. Oh. We hung out. That's true. It's cool. You've met, you've met Joaquin. I've never met him. What? I've never met him. Ah, oh, shit. Never mind. Um, sorry, my bad. We'll have to correct that soon. Um, no, I'm sure. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, still, I'm voting for Indiana Jones. He, he's, got, he's got my friends. Indy gets another vote. I am going to go Han Solo for just one friend. Uh, it is Lando Calrissian that I'm voting for him for. It's a friend that does betray him, but he still forgives that friend and it continues on with that friendship. Uh, that's very powerful shit. Uh, almost every uh, person that betrays uh, Indiana Jones winds up dead. So I'm I'm gonna you go know, with. Uh, <laughs> he also did have one black friend. <laughs> who, uh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, that's no, right. Huh? He has the one black friend who yeah. betrays him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He betrays him, but uh, Han Solo understood. He did. He held no. Like, like if Mike were to fuck me over like that, I would understand. Like, it's like, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. You got to protect your people, man. If Mike was the the, if Mike controlled the city of Berkeley, uh, and it just so <laughs> happened that the Jeez. evil empire was moving in to um to take uh, take over, and he could remain autonomous just by giving me up, I kind of understand that. Where's he gonna rule Berkeley? Oh, where's he going to rule Berkeley from? Bagger Dave's? Uh, yes, <laughs> which has incredible hamburgers. Uh, so, yeah, I understand that that friendship is actually super strong because they come back and they're still friends. Like, it's like, you motherfucker, but all right, I got you there. Uh, and like I said, almost every one of Indiana Jones' friends end up dead, uh, whether they betray him or not. It's all tied up. Dave, break the tie. I don't know if I can break the tie. That's a tough call because, yeah, like Indiana Jones does have friends all over the world from his many adventures and travels and inquiries and academic studies and whatnot. But Han Solo has some of the truest friends. Not that Cindy's friends are true, but I don't know. Han Solo has that uh, that one best friend. I'm giving up to Chewbacca, Lando, whatever, you know. You know, Lando's trying to steal his woman. Lando's like a bad guy. You know, <laughs> like he does what he's got to do. I don't, I don't hold it against him. I understood, but uh, you know, Chewbacca man, he's just got his back the entire time for years and years and years. And uh, I don't know. I don't think I. I, you know, I love you guys. But I don't think I have any any friends that are that that tight with me that would stand by me to the stick and sin like that. So I'm gonna give it to Han Solo. Fuck you. I would stand through by you if you lived here. Anyway. If I lived there. Yeah, see, see all I gotta do is move 600 miles away and I'm no good. Uh, it's kind of hard to remain friends when you move 600 miles away. Just saying. Um, really? Really? It, here we are. It, here it, we are. It, it who is. came to see you in Chicago? Who did that? I did that. Who, who came who to you? Twice. 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 
twice. <laughs> Dick face. <laughs> anyway, speaking of friends, we're moving on now to a better topic, Mike. This one is enemies. Han Solo got a point. Uh, go ahead, Mike. This is uh, this is this is actually kind of tough because uh, I mean Darth Vader is an enemy of the rebels. Luke's enemy, Obi-Wan's enemy at different points. I don't know if I ever specifically would consider him Han's enemy. I mean, he tortured him, he captured him, but that's less an enemy, and he was really using using him uh, to get to Luke. Han's only real enemy is kind of Jabba, you know, directly, whereas uh, Indy has Belloc. Um... And uh, I don't remember the other ones that well. Molaram. Oh. Yeah, but I don't really, I don't really remember. Like, cause I don't, I don't like the Temple of Doom and really much at all. I don't like Last Crusade that much. Although Hitler's in Last Crusade. And then Don, Donovan from Last Crusade. Oh, and, yeah. And George like Lucas. Uh, George Lucas. Well, he's he's a Han Solo. He's the enemy of too. all. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give this one to to Andy. I might be be swayable here. But uh, I think Indy at least has one unique villain that's that's really great. Uh, Dave, we get a better enemy. Um, yeah, no, Darth Vader isn't Han's enemy. Darth Vader is everyone's enemy that has any you know sense in the galaxy. Um, yeah, his, his, his enemies are, are bounty hunters and, and criminals. They're not really enemies. They're just sort of douchebaggy businessmen. Um, but yeah, what? But I think, but I think, um, but Indiana Jones, yeah, he's got he's got a series of like really good villains, you know, each one that are you know his intellectual peer or you know somewhere along the way, he's, he's more he's more of a what's the word? What's it? Batman's rogues gallery. He's got a better rogues gallery by far. So I think Indiana Jones has a better enemies. Another vote for Indy. Michael. Yeah, I also vote for Indy. I think his villains are more, especially Belloc, are more clearly designed as antagonists to him specifically. Um, Star Wars, there's a greater threat represented by Vader and the Emperor and so forth. But it's kind of like Hitler was to Indiana Jones, part of a larger threat, but there was a much more specific enemy for him, per se, than, you know, whereas Han Solo, yeah, it's Jabba the Hutt, but he spends you know, the first two movies, not even really dealing with them. And he technically doesn't really beat him. I mean, if you think about it, he kind of lost everyone. I mean, he got, you know, he never really dealt with Jabba directly. His girlfriend beat him up. So, geez. Uh, you know, yeah, just for that alone, you know, if your girlfriend has to be the one to take out Jabba while she's wearing a metal bikini, and you don't do shit except accidentally kill a bounty hunter that you really didn't have any one thing against or not. It was all business. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Obi-Wan. I think I'm going to go with Indiana Jones on that one, too. Because, I mean, he definitely had his own specific enemies. Like, they were out specifically for Indiana Jones. I don't think that there are as many people out specifically for Han except for the bounty uh, that was on his head. And even that, you know, like you guys have already said, it was just business. So it wasn't like they had anything personal against them. And these other people, they just really didn't like Indiana Jones and really didn't want him uh, 
fighting stuff before then and, you know, the whole rival thing. And, uh, so yeah, Indiana Jones. Oh, vote for Indy. Yeah. Uh, Han's worst enemy is his, his own greed. So, yeah. Get All deep. Because right. that's the only reason he does anything. Like, uh, I we don't know. I can it. imagine quite a bit. He, no, he... <laughs> The only reason he's involved in Star Wars at all is for the promise of money. If they're like, we don't have anything to pay you, and he's like, uh, sorry, dude, I can't help you out. Uh, the movie ends there, and we don't know Han Solo at all. He was just a guy in the bar, just like the guy who got his arm cut off. So, uh, yeah, Han Solo does not get a point. Uh, I'm, so- I'm sorry, Han, we don't have any money. Well, my dick isn't going to suck itself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Indiana Jones has a better enemy, but who has the better luck? Uh, Juan, uh, who has the better luck? Uh, better luck. Well, I mean, again, I, I think the Indiana Jones is put in the more specific uh, situations where he, where it's like, you know, when he's gotten his ass kicked, he's gotten out of it, but he's done buck, and he got that lucky punch in, or he got somebody to back him up, and or he found that, you know, lucky switch to knock somebody out or, you know, whatever. Um, I think he's pretty lucky, you know, uh, escaping the whole wrath of God thing, you know, when uh, when they found the cup and then also when those aliens kind of like, you know, were taken off again with their ships. Um, he was pretty lucky to get out of there in time. So I'm going to say Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, you know, if it was just Star Wars, and I mean A New Hope Star Wars, there there would be an argument that Han Solo is just as lucky. Uh, but Empire Strikes Back, he gets thrown into carbonite. Luck ends <laughs> <Not> there. <very> lucky. <laughs> like luck, luck over. Like he doesn't get out of that. Like it's like, oh, well, you're fucked. Yeah, he does get out of it later at a later date, and they luckily there's a lot of luck in, involved in that shit. But his luck ran out. Indiana Jones' luck does not run out. Uh, short round luckily found out that burning people makes them turn turn back to normal from the poison. <laughs> like there's so much luck involved in Indiana Jones. And you know what? I, I I've already mentioned it once. Uh, the gophers and uh, the refrigerator. The luck of the refrigerator being leadlined. Why the fuck did you even have a refrigerator in these fucking model homes? Uh, it didn't make any sense. But. Huh? It was there. The the fridge was there. He got out of that. So yeah, Indiana Jones definitely has way better, way more luck. Mike, is this an episode of the show that I didn't watch of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? I yes. didn't watch. It's something you missed. Oh, all right. The odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field are approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Hey, never tell me the odds. So Han Solo. Han Solo gets a vote. Uh, Dave? Oh, you know, I was going to agree completely on uh, the Indiana Jones thing until Mike threw out that statistic, which is, you know, uh, it's nothing that we can even doubt. The C-3PO said it, so it's a true fact. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're both pretty lucky. Um, but I'm going to go with Indiana Jones, because if Han was really lucky, he would have killed Vader. Uh, in the Death Star that first time instead of just sitting and spitting off into space he would have not got captured tortured and frozen in carbonite and he would not have had to give up his ship to Lando and get that crap job working the moon vendor with the Ewoks so Indiana Jones uh, is actually luckier Indiana Jones gets another vote Michael 
Um, I'm actually going to vote for Han Solo here. Um, I think he had more. I, I think he was luckier in in many ways that he's he, that he didn't die uh, before the events of Return of the Jedi. I mean, really, when you think about it, he should have been die. He should have died a hundred times over, and he should still be hanging on Jabba's wall. Um, he's just lucky he managed to get some friends that gave enough of a shit about him by that point that they would risk their lives to go get his ass. Whereas if it had happened a movie earlier, they would have been like, that sucks for him. Um, but you know, and at the end of the day, when you look at Indiana Jones's luck, a lot of it comes out of his knowledge of a situation and using it to get himself out of it. Um, you know, he, he did, it isn't just blind luck that he just, you know, the thing happens to miss him or he just gets a good chance. You know, he, he survives the wrath of God by knowing not to look at it. And that's why he survives that. And so it, a lot of it has to go with, you know, with the next topic that's going to be discussed. So I don't know for me, this one, I, I'm actually inclined to go with Han Solo. Refrigerator nuke. Luck. And I, I don't know what you're talking about. When so I, can't, I don't know what you're talking about. Goes to Indiana Jones. Um, next, he was smart enough to know that's the only possible way to survive. Book smarts is what what we are talking about now. Ortiz, you started talking. Keep talking. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know specifically what Han Solo's education is. At least I don't. I don't know if there's any EU about it. He could be a professor as well, for all we know. Before he started smuggling, uh, teach being a teacher doesn't pay that good. Hey, look at Breaking Bad. Maybe Han was just on that path. Um. What? But we know that uh, that Indiana Jones is is book smart, very book smart. In fact, I that's some of my favorite stuff is when he starts laying down the knowledge, uh, knowledge that was gained uh, certainly through his travels. But as it's been said, he's a professor, he's a teacher. So, uh, so uh, Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, uh, Dave. I don't even remember what the question was. Book smarts. Who's got them? Book smarts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, he, he, like, uh, he could be, he could be really well educated. For all I know, he went to a, a preparatory school and he was just stuck in a crap universe where he ended up being, you know, he could survive as a smuggler. But no, I, I'm pretty, pretty darn certain that uh, Dr. Jones is uh, the book smart genius. Yeah, and I always love that he knew what he was talking about and he would explain it to everybody. and there didn't seem to be an end to the amount of stuff that he had read or was excited about, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones gets another vote. Juan? Um, I think that, uh, that we don't see Han Solo playing the hologram chess with the Wookiee, which means he doesn't necessarily have the smarts to beat the fucking rug. But we know that Indiana Jones is a doctor. He has a doctorate. He's a smart guy. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a professor. He's got a book. You know, there's books all over the place. There's books in his house when they show him the movies. There's, uh, you know, there's all kinds of libraries that they're running to. And then I was reading the libraries, but there's libraries. They're showing books and, you know, putting together clues. I think there's definitely more book smart than uh, Han Solo. So, voting for Indiana Jones. Uh, vote for Indiana Jones. Yeah, um... The reason why you get it, Indiana Jones is book smart, plain and simple. Uh, Han Solo is a fucking idiot. Uh, Michael. 
Yeah, I, I always I don't know what kind of education Han Solo had either, but I'm I'd be willing to bet he was a total GED motherfucker. Uh this is not a guy who uh yeah, he he you know, did he even go to school? This is a guy I just assume has been pretty much just traveling his entire life and you know, learned everything as he went along. I mean, there's really nothing to suggest this guy has any book smarts per se, nor does he ne- necessarily need them. So um, I think book smarts uh, would only really apply here uh, to Indiana Jones. Yeah, so has that good enough diploma. So uh, book smarts goes to Indiana Jones. Next fight, uh, <laughs> what? Nothing. Is understanding measurements of distance. Uh, let's see. Han Solo knows that it takes two point something. That somebody can do the Kessel Run in as two set parsecs or whatever. And Indiana Jones knows how many miles away something is. Exactly. So I unfortunately have to go Indiana Jones on this one. So I'm going Indy. Uh, Indy. Juan. Yeah, uh, I I can agree with that. I mean, he had to he figured out how to measure the the staff and um, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, going back and forth, and uh, as far as like you know how tall it had to be meter wise, and then how to subtract it. And granted, he had the old man tell him what the think what the uh, medallion or amulet said, but he was still able to figure that out and all that. Um, I guess on that movie alone, I think that demonstrates more mathematics uh, understanding of measurement of distance than. Uh, Han Solo, so I'm going to go Indiana Jones again. Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. I mean, they were digging in the proper spot. Um, certainly the other guy translated it, but they knew how to uh, make it the correct height. If they didn't, they would have uh, not found the Ark like the Nazis did. Uh, and uh, Han Solo uh, does not understand what a parsec is. Uh, it will be George Lucas that doesn't understand that. Uh, Michael? Yeah, Parsec is a unit of distance, not time, so it doesn't really make sense, the uh, the whole Kessel Run thing. Um, so, yeah, that tells me right up he's very much not book smart. Um, he's not uh, got that down. And Indiana Jones, actually, they make a point of how good he is with uh, measurements of distance. Uh when he he's the one yeah that actually gets the uh, situation right to find where the well of souls is and not to my knowledge that doesn't fuck up any other measurements of distance anywhere else in the series so yeah I would think that this would just it's pretty inarguable would have to go to Indiana Jones Indiana Jones Dave well you know in Indiana Jones they show you on the map with the red line with the- Plane traveling from point A to point B. Obviously, this is a discipline that Indiana Jones and the producers of the movie were very concerned with. So, yeah, we're going to give that up to Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones started running away with this one. Mike, this one is yours. It is a relationship to a higher spiritual power. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Indiana Jones, uh, through those around him, has a direct link to the Force. But uh, through the Force works through him as it works through all things. Uh, you can say the same thing about Indiana Jones uh, and God. 
Um, however, he cheated on God with the uh, with the uh, Indian God. Uh, and, you know, technically the third uh, movie, it was Jesus. So really he covers all of uh, all of kind of Western religion, monotheistic religion in his movies. Uh, and as we know, that whole thing is kind of a mess. The force, uh, they kind of got their shit together. Although the force, I guess, would be the Eastern religions. This is actually a deep theological question here. Uh, I'll go with the force. Use the force, Luke. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Uh, props to the word monotheistic getting used. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's really great. It's iconic, even. Yeah. Um, no, I, his, their relationships to a higher... Both of them are uh, skeptics when we first meet them. Yeah. Um, Solo doesn't really believe in hocus pocus, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, even Indiana Jones, when he's, you know, throwing his gun into the case, he's like, I don't believe in all that superstitious, you know, mum, you know, he's the same way he believes in science and that's all there is. By the end of that movie, he's a believer, but is Han Solo really that much? I mean, he acknowledges it, but he still doesn't really, I mean, when he laughs off Luke being a Jedi Knight, I mean, it's just like the whole thing. He, he's still not really all that, in tune with the force. He never really ever is. Indiana Jones accepts the help of God. He, you know, he goes to find I me mean, by the end of the, the, the three films, he's, he's fully acknowledged the presence of uh, a higher spiritual power in many more, in more ways than one and in many different forms. So it's, to me, it's his, uh, his relationship to a higher spiritual power is much stronger and of much more use to him than uh, Han Solo and the Force. A vote for Indiana Jones. Ah, uh, but there's that thing that you didn't see uh, where we learned that Indiana Jones's higher power is all aliens. So uh, I'll just knock Indiana Jones out right there. Plus, in the <laughs> EU, Han Solo has a shit ton of Jedi babies. He's got three kids. He's got twins. Well, uh, fuck you and your Chase. extended universe, too. Jason and I can't. Oh, Anakin. Jason. Jason. J A C E N. Uh, I believe there's another Anakin. Yeah. And I I'm sorry, Jason J A C E N. Yes. When you see people, it's when you phonetic. see. Are you sure you're not talking about the Will Smith kids? Nope. Nope. I'm letting you know right now. Anytime you they see are a kid. They're also Jedi? Yeah. Those kids are Jedi too. Uh, but Han Solo knows about the Force. Uh, he put his dick into a force wielder's vagina, uh, which is kind of amazing. Wow, that would not, be amazing. He did not fuck Luke. No, no, Leia. Leia. Oh, Leia. oh right. Sorry. <laughs> this is EU. She's a vagina, not a bitch. So, uh, well, Luke kind of has a vagina, too. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Han Solo there. Uh, Dave. Yeah, no, that's actually, it is, it is a deep question because both these characters, as skeptics, you know, oppose. Interesting, interesting quandaries about it. Like Indiana Jones as a human here on Earth, he's an academic, he's an intelligent man. However, he was raised uh, a certain way with a certain Christian and possibly Catholic beliefs and all of that. So yeah, while he has respect for all the world religions and he knows that there is power behind the religions of whatever they're worshiping, Kali and and whatnot, and the, and the Hindu religions that people cult. Um, he knows that something exists greater in the world than himself. Uh, in the end, in the, in the third movie, not the, 
visible forth. Uh, you know, obviously it is a, a more Western Christian God that with the grail and whatnot that that helps ascertain the power of the faith, whether he maintains a, a level of skepticism or not beyond that. And, and Hanzo is the same way. He, you know, when they say ancient weapons and hokey religion don't replace a blaster by your side, somebody give me that quote exactly, I don't know. But yeah, obviously he also witnesses it, like firsthand for himself, the things that his new friend Luke and eventually his wife Leia and the expanded universe and his children, all the things they can do, as well as the scariest motherfucker in the galaxy. Um, he knows there's a greater thing here. There are more things on heaven and earth than are jumped up in my philosophy kind of thing. Both these characters really walk that line. They both are intimate with both of them in their lives, but... I'm having trouble deciding who is closer because I think that could be said of anybody. Like you can be a fanatic, you can be uh, a zealot, um, or you can just be normal and be full of doubt and be full of awe. Like at some points, we all are. Um, man, I can't honestly. I can't choose between the two. I think on this level, they are both astoundingly equal. So if we go through all that, and you don't pick a choice. I'm going to be very pissed off. <laughs> Michael, I'm just going to vote for fuck. Uh, vote for fuck. All right. Fuck has been voted for three times in this episode. Uh, Juan, as the most spiritual person on this panel. Uh, well, so I don't think the force necessarily counts as a higher power. Uh, whether it, I'm, I'm not, I mean the fact that it, it's the force that binds all of us together, but. That's not the same thing as a higher power, and your metaclonians are dumb. So, um, I think that in Indiana Jones' movies, not only like in the first one, is he dealing with the Ark of the Covenant, which is the agreement uh, between God and his people, um, which is like, puts him in direct contact with that with, with God. You know, that's like the idea that actual tablets and that all that that happens with the Ark. That's the, the very first uh, adventure that we have in Indiana Jones, um, or the experience with Indiana Jones, and and then in the third movie uh, where it, the last crusade, where he's going after the uh, the cup of Jesus Christ. Um, so we go from Old Testament to New Testament, uh, and he's you know successfully passed all of them. Even with like you know he may have had his, his dad's book to help guide him through the uh, booby traps. Even just like the way that they were written and the way he had to think about them puts him in a mindset to be closer with um, the God anyway. Because, you know, he has to be a penitent man. He has to acknowledge the breath of God and take that leap of faith. Um, he made those choices. He chose, you know, he chose wisely. <laughs> um, when he picked the right cup, that, that, that even that puts him in the, in the, in the mindset that's closer to God because he had to acknowledge that, it was, that Jesus was a carpenter. That means that it's something that he's thought of, that he's pondered or learned or something that he's been ex exposed to, which I, which I think is a lot more than um, anything that we can say in regards to uh, Han Solo's lack of metaclorians. So um, I'm going to go with uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones gets a vote. Dave's fuck vote makes it a push, and both of them <laughs> are spiritual. <laughs> Woo, how, funny, how funny that the fuck votes result in pushes. Yeah. Push fuck, push fuck. Well, they also vote in spirituality, which I think that's what fuck really should be about. <laughs> okay, Sting. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> it's Sting. Sting. He, he's all about tantric sex and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. 
performance by the actor. He hasn't come since 1982. He said that. Performance by the actor. Who had the better performance? Uh, I'll go. I don't care. Uh, this is this one's really, 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 really easy. It's it's Indiana Jones has a better performance, uh, or at least Harrison Ford gives a better performance with uh, Steven Spielberg directing him than uh, George Lucas. Uh, well, George Lucas in the first movie and the other movies, because by the third movie he's a bitch. Uh, Indiana Jones, with the exception of the fourth movie that doesn't exist, that never happened. Oh. Um, with the exception of the fourth movie, is a pretty consistent character and a character I like significantly. That's why I was so disappointed by the fourth movie. Uh, so uh, the fourth movie that doesn't exist. Oh. So I'm going to go with the performance in Indiana Jones. Uh, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, yep, I'm in a complete agreement. Uh, certainly there are, there's a lot that has to be given to the individual writing and individual directing. Uh, but I think... Uh, it just seems like Ford was more engaged by Indiana Jones. He's the lead character where, you know, certainly I think Luke uh, is the lead character of the uh, Star Wars movies. Um, but Star Wars is very ensemble, whereas uh, Indiana Jones, real, the Indiana Jones movies, while there's multiple characters, it really, really is uh, Indy's movie. At least maybe in the third one, you get a little bit more with the dad. But even then, you know, Indy is, is the central character. Uh, and he's got a lot more to do, and he's got uh, a a chance to be funny, and a chance to be smart, and a chance to be sensitive, and a chance a chance to do uh, lots of things that uh, that you just don't get from uh, the pirate who's basically just kind of running from the empire or shooting at things. Um, you know, Indiana Jones is a, is a very a very cool character, but it's not not a really rich performance. Um, I still wish Christopher Walken would have done it. Uh, so you, you mean Han Jones. Solo? You keep saying Indiana Jones for Han Solo. Stop doing Whatever. that. I I got used to it. You can too. But he voted for Indiana Jones. Michael, where are you going? Oh, I, I think uh, Indiana Jones is clearly uh, the more interesting character and the one that he was clearly more interested in. I mean, if you look really if you look at. Ford's performance in Return of the Jedi, he's really unengaged with the character in that movie. There's just, I've all, I noticed that even as a kid, Han Solo didn't seem to be the same after he came out of the Carbonite. There's just a, a, a general kind of what if kind of quality to, to that. And I think at that point, really, Ford had run out of things to say with the character, and uh, it really shows in the performance. When, when Harrison Ford isn't engaged, by a, a role, God help us, we can all tell. And it really showed a lot in Return of the Jedi. Whereas, look at compared to, to Empire, I mean, it's 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 remarkable what, what a difference there is. But he never he never lost his edge uh, with uh, Indiana Jones, even in the um, the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael, it's okay. The most recent entry. He was good. He was actually quite good. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Another, Indiana Jones. Another vote for Indy. Oh, one. Uh. <laughs> Michael just acknowledged the existence of a last chapter. So, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Indy. That's it for me right there. 
Dave. <laughs> <laughs> good anyway, but yeah. <laughs> that's important. Definitely more more game. I agree. Uh, what was that, Dave? Oh no! Uh, for for Michael's sake, it's such a big breakthrough for Geek Fight to finally acknowledge it. Um, I I, 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 I think that they're both they're both equally interesting. Um, but uh, you know, the one that I really wanted to be growing up uh, is Han Solo. Um, I mean, Jones is awesome, but I wanted to be Han Solo. I wanted that starship. I wanted that life. I wanted that badassness that I just don't have in my real self, so I'm going to vote for Han. Vote for Han And we're at the last thing. Uh, Juan, since it's yours, you get to do it. It's the backstory. Who has the better backstory? Okay, so we actually get to see some backstory for Indiana Jones in um, the third movie, which is kind of funny, but we get to see some, like, you know, young Indiana Jones actually going on uh, with River Phoenix uh, playing the young Indiana Jones and going into the cave and, you know, um, doing the whole Boy Scout thing and giving us an idea of what it was like growing up in a household with his, with his pops, which we also meet in the third movie. So I, And that's, that's what we get where we named the dog Indiana. You know, kind of the whole, like, you know, background for the name. Um, which, you know, it took them two movies to tell us. But still, we have more of an idea of the backstory. Uh, like it was said earlier, we don't know what Han Solo's education was. We don't know what experiences he's had. Other than, you know, he turned rich and dumped his cargo when he had a, um, some imperial entanglement. I mean, uh, we know that he held out on his uh, job, and job of the Hutt wanted to teach him a lesson for it. And that's kind of about it. I mean... We don't know where he's from or what he does or why he's got a walking rug for them or anything. So um, I'm, I'm definitely going to say uh, Indiana Jones again. A vote for Indiana Jones again, Dave. Yeah, well, you know, that's mildly unfair because they did show us a little bit of Indiana Jones, how he got the scar, how he got his fear of snakes and the, you know, incomparable River Phoenix before his passing uh, as a young Indiana Jones was a perfect casting for that. And we loved it. You know, of course we loved it. And whether you watch the young Indiana Jones television show or not, you got a lot more. Han Solo, it was all sort of, this is the character. You got it through the acting and, and the, the snippets of dialogue. And I'm sure that in the expanded universe, somebody's written some story about teenage Han Solo. I, I mean, maybe not. But, um, yeah, so but just because we don't really know as much as I love Han Solo as a character, I got to give the, the better backstory to Indiana Jones because we got some of it and we wanted it. We wanted to know. So, Indiana Jones. I totally thought you would vote for Han Solo just because. Mike? <laughs> uh, I'll vote for Han Solo just because. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael? I think he's still retching. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Michael, <laughs> the last one is best fourth movie. No, no, no. It will be though. The next time we do this, if we ever do it again, uh, Michael. I'm uh, sorry. I I was um. Uh, what? Who has the better backstory, Indiana Jones or Han Solo? Oh, do we even know Han Solo's backstory? Maybe before. Before we meet him in the 
most likely Cantina. We know he's got a thing with Jabba. Do we know anything else about him? No, I don't think. I don't think so. No. So, I mean, I guess there's something to be said for, for you know, for mystery. Um, you know, kind of keeping that. You know, but I, I like the backstory of Indiana Jones, especially the glimpse we got in the Last Crusade. The the third movie was isn't the last movie. Oh god, I can't. I can't. I can't. All right, so that was a vote for Indiana Jones. But the uh, fourth movie. Uh, actually, there's no real backstory in the fourth movie for Indiana Jones. I, I like the fact that uh, the third, the second movie is the first of all the prequels because it actually takes place before the first movie. It takes place, place in 1933 or something like that. I like the fact that the, the, the Temple of Doom is an entire backstory movie because it is a prequel. Um, and there is something to be said about Han Solo not knowing anything about him, but say la vie. Uh, Han Solo doesn't get a point there. Indiana Jones gets a point. We've got a final tally. I'm doing the drum roll. It's a really good. It sounds just like a drum roll. It's it's amazing drum roll. Yeah, like a drum biscuit. Uh, let's see. There were two pushes. Indiana Jones has ten points. Han Solo has. Seven points. Uh, yeah. So Han, Han Solo lost. Indiana Jones. Ah! As, as we all know, because when we asked this question initially, it was when you go, well, who's better, Indiana Jones or Han Solo? You go Indiana Jones right off the top of the bat. But when you break it down thing by thing, it's not as clear cut as that. So we, we, we were successful in what we wanted to do here. You know, and, and uh, I think in the beginning of the geek fights, you know, when it was when they were first happening, I think if they had anything to do between Star Wars versus anything else, I was always going to go Star Wars. Um, until I got broken in on that one of those epic Star Wars versus Star Trek, although I think it might have been Star Trek versus Star Wars, whatever, when it was the Federation of Planets against something like Star Wars, I don't even remember what it was, it, it, I, I got broken. I, I had to let go. And, and, and voting for the Federation of Planets. It's your fault. And letting go is a good thing. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> let things you die. Know, Han Solo was a human smuggler from the manufacturing planet Corellia who achieved galactic fame as a member of the Rebel Alliance and later the New Republic. Born on Corellia, he was orphaned at an early age and taken by the pirate Garrish Shrike to serve on his crew. He was treated cruelly yes, and served Shrike for many years before escaping while in his teens. Solo became a smuggler and fell in love with Bria Tharin, though she left him due to her duties to the Rebel Alliance. Solo then entered the Imperial Academy at Carida, serving with distinction. He was kicked out, however, when he stopped okay, an Imperial officer from reading Wikipedia Chewbacca with a neurotic Wikipedia? whip for resisting capture. Wikipedia. And added to the Wookiee sword, life debt to Solo, protecting him with his life, he became a smuggler once again with oh, Chewbacca at his job. side. 
<laughs> Piloting up the upgraded and customized Millennium Falcon, which he won See, in the game have, of Sabbath. We have to go and look for that. Calvary that's not something here. that they gave us. That's not something that they put in the movie. And we the have to go and look for that. And somebody, some, no, no, some, no, somebody no. was sitting in a in a in a, in a closed yeah. room making some shit up for that. I mean, that's no, not even... no, no. You actually do get some of his backstory in Empire with uh, Lando Calrissian. We yeah, find yeah, out that they're friends. We find out that Han Solo can play poker. You can play some kind of card game. We, we knew he know was uh, Carillion. We knew he was Carillion. But yeah, you're right. Some some guy in their basement, like me, uh, made up most of that. But there was stuff that was from the movies. So no, they, if it's he, in Wik- Wikipedia, then it, it's probably somewhere in the EU. Yeah, but like I said, some guy in his basement. Yeah, well, some guy in his basement made up all the fucking movies. I know. It's, it's, it's uh, if you're still listening, thank you for joining us. Um, Mike, do you have anything to say? Uh, no. Uh, anybody have anything that they want? Oh, wait, people- I actually do have one thing to say. What's that? Uh, regarding Han Solo's luck, <sighs> which okay. he uh, would he lost, right? Yeah, he lost. Yeah, because in actuality, the odds of successfully. Of, of unsuccessfully navigating an asteroid field is about a billion to one because asteroids are really, really spread far out. Uh, so odds are you just shoot right through without hitting anything. Right. He's not really lucky. He just has a droid that's really, really he bad. He lost tonight, so his luck sucks. Yeah. His luck did suck. So basically, 3 is just stupid. Actually, there were two. Well, it was funny. Three people was the meanest motherfucker in the galaxy. So. There were two fights on here that were clearly George Lucas versus Steven Spielberg. Because backstory is George Lucas versus. Oh wait, no, performance is Lucas versus Spielberg. But so is action sequence. Action yeah. sequence. Uh, I would rather have Steven Spielberg doing an action sequence than George Lucas. So, but anyway. Yeah, but George um, Lucas only directed Han Solo in one movie. One movie. Yeah. That was enough. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, if you're still listening. Anybody else have anything they'd like people to look at or see if they're still listening? Oh, uh, My, Michael? <laughs> is this really like the last geek fight? I mean, how, is this, how, how did you guys decide to end this? No, no. The, the last geek fight was last week. This is something different that may or may not come back. So uh, how we, we do have, we do have other stuff coming up. Uh, no yeah. more actual fights. We've, we've got a, we will do a commentary for Man of Steel. Yep. Um, uh, I've got something uh, coming with, with Brian and, uh, and Kathy and Pete and, and uh, hopefully Alan. Uh, so uh, we've got more stuff, more just stuff we're going to try out between now and the end of the year and uh, see what sticks. So this is like Eminem's Curtain Call or Jay-Z's, um, uh, what the fuck was the album, Kingdom Come? No, no, no. It's, so you're done, but then you're really going to come back. No, no, no. no. This see, is our see. transformation. No, no. Geek Fights, Fights was a butterfly. Geek Fights was a caterpillar. Oh, yeah. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps Geek... the next step in your evolution? Exactly. Uh, yeah, Geek Fights is done. But this feed isn't. We're going to keep posting shit in it like Life After Shrek next week. Uh, so the one who shall not be named, which is just going to be me, Josh, and Christy, uh, Christy uh, telling you all a whole bunch of useless facts. Well, then, since this is, I guess, technically the last Geek Fights episode, yeah. I will probably be on. Since everything else will be some form of... I would like to take this opportunity to talk to about say, that. What, huh? you, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. 
I would like to take this opportunity to say that, you know, I've been participating in several episodes over the last few years, and I would definitely like to say that um, I was on many episodes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Michael. I also was on many episodes, yes, yeah, and it was fun, and thanks for having me. All right, and on that note... Uh... You don't have to keep fighting the geek fight, that's done. What? No, whoa, whoa, don't say it. I wasn't even going to say it. I wasn't even going to allude to it. We don't say that anymore. Have a good night, everybody. I'm not going to fight the geek fight. You cocksuckers. I'll fight the geek fight. I don't, I don't talk about geek fights. That's like the first rule. Well, obviously, oh, no. the, that's that, been the rule all along. <laughs> you don't talk about it. <laughs> I, I talk about geek fights. I talk about it all the time. Nobody's talking about geek fights. Because <laughs> uh, it's over. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Fine. I will miss this. Miss what? The end of episodes. Oh, okay. Because we're still going to do stuff. And we're still actually in the episode. That's one of the things is we... Uh, everything we re- we record now kind of goes in. Yeah, until I hang up, or until Michael hangs up, or until we find like a good a good exit. Well, until you well, make an exit. Maybe 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 talking about you're still recording it is probably going to be your ending it. Yeah, no, not be. at all. Sometimes that it leads to other other weird things. Yeah, like penal yeah. implant talks, stuff like that. <laughs> hey, we've gotten so so much uh, so much out of Doctor Love. I gotta pee. I gotta wonder if there were, they saw any spike in their sales for any of the products we mentioned. That would be hilarious if they did. It was like, why did the why did the prostate suddenly go up this week? Well, Holy I wonder shit. if they have that. Where did you hear about us? Yeah, and like somebody puts <laughs> geekfights.net. It's like what the fuck? And like we get contacted. Like, do you want? Do you know, we'll sponsor your show. Yeah, we'll send That'd you free samples. <laughs> Yeah. If Dr. Love sells us free samples, I will give reviews on the air. <laughs> you will give demonstrations on the air. I'm not going to demonstrate anything, but I would definitely use it. <laughs> oh, God, it's stuck. <laughs> oh, nothing inside of me. I put my dick in things. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. That yeah, is exactly. the key. That's exactly. the phrase that sums everything up. What? I wouldn't put anything inside of me, but I'll stick my dick in something. Uh, I've already said on this show I fucked a tomato, so why wouldn't I? Well, who hasn't fucked a tomato? Exactly. Well, the Damon fucked a cherry tomato, so... No, no, it was a beefsteak tomato. No, it was a beefsteak tomato, motherfucker. I don't know if it was beefsteak. It was a pretty big tomato. (laughs) It was was a fried green tomato. I put it in the microwave. And what, one dick? dick? No. Dick <laughs> oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I love you all. This was fun. I gotta go, though. But have a good time, guys. Get a hold of me soon. And, uh, and if you got any other weird things coming up, let me know. I want right. to get by. Uh, why don't you put your dick in the microwave? I didn't put my dick in the microwave. I put the, no, he put the tomato in the microwave, and then he put his dick I mean, in the microwave. You have to chop it off, then throw it in there, because otherwise it would still be somewhat open. Well, see, and, and now as an adult, I know how to actually fuck a tomato. But when I was a kid, I was trying to fuck it from the side, and that's well, not how you fuck a tomato. Yeah, that's not. No, something it's not. What you do is warm. No, you warm up the tomato, and then you cut out the core, and then fuck the core. That's what you do. That's how you're supposed to fuck a tomato. Well, yeah, I mean, doesn't everybody? Know? I'm, you know, the age of the internet, that stuff's just so available to you now. Back, I know. Back when, uh, back when I was a kid, fucking my first two guys tomato, I didn't tomato. have the internet. God damn it! 
Well, no, because... So, when is that Superman movie coming out? Because I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen it? Is it on DVD already? No, no, uh, November 4th? 11, 12, 13. Is that the date? That's the release date. So, we will... uh, We will... Yeah. We will have a podcast of the... uh, uh, You know what? We're going to do that, Mike. We're going to have the... uh, the uh, what do you call that thing? The commentary early. We're gonna have it on time. When the when the movie comes out, we'll drop the commentary. How about that? Drop it like it's hot. How are we gonna do the commentary before the movie? I have ways, buddy. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, because within the next week or so, it's going to be on the internet. Yep. Don't you know that about movies? Yeah, because I don't really get them. Yeah, from I know. The when when with the torrents on movies, the the they come out a couple of weeks before the DVD. Hey, um, what are you guys doing on Saturday? Next Saturday. This Saturday, the nineteenth. I'm at I'm in Flint on Saturday at a convention. Nothing. Uh, I am uh, getting remarried uh, with Samantha in the church, and we're having a party at six o'clock. I will certainly try. Why did I? Why did I suddenly think? I suddenly think? Damn, he found another already. (laughs) Damn, he's he's, a smooth motherfucker, man. That's quick. No, that's 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 his mo. Married to the civil in uh, 2011, but um, we wanted to married to the church, um, and that's what we're doing on Saturday. All right. Awesome. But but you know that's Juan's mo. He he marries them, gets them pregnant, has a son, which he needs <laughs> to to live a long, healthy life because that's what he does. He sacrifices them eventually, or I think he takes over their bodies. I don't know how he does it, and then he disposes of that <laughs> wife and gets a new one so he can have another son. That that is so racist. Why is that racist? Because his name is Juan. Well, oh no, I'm sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying. <laughs> I was thinking of something else entirely, and never mind. All right. I mean, you know, I, I got to do the whole like I got to do like the whole thing out of Naruto. You know, Orochimaru has his body doubles that he like you know takes over and you know turns into a doppelganger of himself, and that's how he continues living. I got to use that too. I'm the only one on this podcast that knows what Naruto is, but I've never really watched it. I know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is, Mike? Yeah. I didn't even hear what you said. What? Mike huh? knows it? Knows what? Naruto. Naruto? Yeah. Yeah, Naruto. It's Naruto. Ninjas, Jutsu, taking over bodies. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it, Mike. What? Isn't that Japanese sushi? No. <laughs> yes, go in and order a plate. Ninjas, of man. Ninjas. Or is that, isn't that a manga? Wait, wait. You, oh, wait. You said yeah. ninjas. Ninjas. I thought you said <laughs> yes, it's ninjas. <laughs> ninja. N-I-N-J-A. Uh, the Come on, my ninja. <sighs> That's <laughs> bad. Naruto anyway. Uzumaki. I'm going to hang up. Yeah. Because I have to pee. So that means the call is over. Yeah. But, i to go to bed. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody. This was very much fun, and I can't wait to do this again with DC versus Marvel and uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars and whatever <laughs> other verses that we've done. We can break it down that way. It's fun. Word. So, 
All right. Okay. How about Superman four versus Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Ooh. Ooh. You actually said the name of the movie. Please tell me that's still recording. Yeah, oh yeah, and and it's obviously Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's the one that wins. Which that. is that's really sad that it's so obviously that well, one. We already it, yeah, we already had that fight basically. <laughs> kind of. That was worst sequel. It was worst. That sequel. was the final round of worst sequel. It was. But well, wouldn't it be fun to go through just how bad are these fucking yeah. things? Compare the individual <laughs> worst. What? What? Like, which, which actually had the worst script? Which actually yeah. had the worst uh, action? The worst sequence. ending. Which actually had the worst special the effects? Mo- the single most embarrassing moment. Well, oh, God. Th- those are all in Superman Four. <laughs> But I don't God, know I about would, that. I would there so is sign nothing up for that. in I'll... Superman Four that has become a catchphrase for a stupid idea, like nuking oh, the fridge. Nuking the fridge. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. and I would I would do that episode by myself. There you go. Do it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Just keep recording. I'm going to bed. I'm keeping recording. I'm going to hang up right now. So eight hours later, All right. I've been going for a while. Good night. <laughs> and then at eleven minutes and forty two seconds. <laughs> Good night, my fine princes of Egypt and bullshit. And uh... <gasps> that's gonna be the new ending. I know that's the ending. I need to find that quote from uh, Cider House Rules and say it in my mo- most offensive Michael Caine voice. Good night, you princes of Maine, or whatever it is. <sighs> anyway, bye. Bye. Good night, you princes of Maine, you kings of New England.